Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 58, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about episode 509, Namaste. Oh, no. That's or that as word. We, as we think it should have been called, LaFleur Part 2. LaFleurier. <laughs> LaFleurier, the revenge. Because uh, it's uh, you know a lot of this is uh, all 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 hinging on on James to uh, think his way out of these situations. James is the thinking man's hero. Man, it's uh, man of science, man of faith, and man of thought. <laughs> I think those are the three, right? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Man of man of conscious thinking or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So and books. Very interesting. And books. Yes. Love those books. LaFleur is the patron saint of books. (laughs) (laughs) Patron saint of reading. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I do. You do have to wonder, as 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 a character mystery, where Sawyer got his love of reading. (laughs) I don't think it was instilled in his home training, home life. Uh, It's hard to believe that it was. Yeah. 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 I guess. uh, I guess my guess would be that. He, uh, since his parents are killed at an early age, that he grew up. Um, he had nothing else to do but read books. He grew up sort of on his own, and he used books as an escape, you know, uh, as a as a way to, you know, um, get away from his life. Well, that makes sense. So it's probably not true. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah, it's probably something much crazier than that. Yeah, involving time travel and uh, Jacob I think, and so on. Uh, yeah, I think Smokey brought him his first book when he's a baby. <laughs> it said, "Read this." <laughs> it is kind of a weird character trait, but he's always had that. He's been he's been reading since season one. He's been reading before he had the glasses to read. Yeah, which gave him headaches. Which gave him headaches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you think his vision would be healed by the island? I feel like that. Wow, that's something we, I guess, could talk about. The mm. fact that all this time his vision hasn't healed. That's weird. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. You know that island healing thing? It's 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 a bit spotty. Yeah. It kind of it yeah. kind of works sometimes. It kind of does at other times. Heals what it wants when it wants, if it wants. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, they're not consistent with that. Um, yeah, that would be that would be nice if they actually put that in there, but uh, no. I think they like him with glasses. Yeah, yeah, it definitely turns him into the thinking man, Sawyer. Yeah, it does. It does. Um. So, Namaste, the title. Yes. Finally, an episode called Namaste. Yeah, uh, it's a word we've definitely heard before on the show. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we've also heard it at the end of our podcast. Yep. Since the beginning. Yep. That's what I meant by the show. Oh, okay. You thought I meant the? You thought I meant lost? I thought you meant lost. Oh come on! Is this a show? I don't even think of it as a show. I guess it is. Well, it's some sort of spectacle. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I meant the show. I meant Lost. Yeah, I figured uh, you did, but I went with it. Um, so I, uh, what did you think about it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who, who asked first? I don't know. That was really close. I guess I could go first. One, two, three. What did you think? Um, uh, you can go first. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it had uh, a number of surprising. Once again, I mean, I guess it's in line for this season. It had, had a number of surprising developments. Uh, in particular, uh, seeing uh, Rosinski which I never thought we would actually do. And um, uh, 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 Frank and Son meeting Christian. Uh, and um, uh, uh, I guess we had, I guess we had the, I guess we had the Ethan baby thing that we managed to kind of figure out. Uh, I'd just like to let the audience know I'm 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 shaking my head at all of these things. Okay, good. I'm just in disbelief. <laughs> yeah. Um and then of course uh uh side thing we didn't quite get. Um I feel like we're in the ballpark. But and then him uh I guess, you know, the the young Ben showing up, which is something I didn't think they would necessarily try to do. Um for age reasons, but uh, but it, it, you know there were a number of uh, developments, and uh, uh, I I don't really know uh, I don't really know what where all this is going, but it was a good uh, it was a solid episode. I, I enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> I would agree with most of that. I think uh, I definitely enjoyed it. I think I I sort of have dubbed this my uh, my vomit episode uh, because. <laughs> After every after every crazy scene, I just want to throw up the sheer inanity of it. Um, but it's um, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Some of the you know some of the stuff you said and, and some of the things we've seen. Rosinski, I mean, when they said that, I'm thinking, holy, Christ, you know, yeah, this is this is season two. We're talking here, folks. Yeah, uh, this is this is a name mentioned in a in a in a, in a flashback backstory reference. And this is a character who they don't ever have to show. No. Um, and I think us seeing Rosinski and us seeing um, them showing us Danielle's uh, backstory. Oh, we got these... to see him like designing the Swan. I mean, that was that well, was that's something. Extra. That's something. That's a huge thing we got to talk about. Yeah. Um. But but some of these some of these long standing mysteries and questions and and characters and 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 uh, plot lines mm-hmm. that they're actually getting to, I think bodes well. And and the and the uh, the statue statue and bringing yeah. that back up, I think it bodes well. Uh, that for for the idea that that I think. The, the major mysteries as well as the bigger minor mysteries will be mm-hmm. resolved and yeah. talked about by the end of the show. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty clear that a lot of these things weren't just put in there for, you know, interest, you know, just to be interesting and cool and, and hey, there's a, there's a, there's a remnant of a statue. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Let's never talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to get to all that stuff, which is really interesting. I really, you know, uh, <coughs> watching this episode again, you know, it, the whole like Ethan, the Ethan baby scene. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't catch what you know the first time because I was blown away by the fact that that was Ethan. Yeah, I didn't catch that Juliet was blown away by the fact that that was Ethan. <laughs> right. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that you, was, you see it more I mean, when you're 
not yeah, pull her away by it yourself. I had the you same look at reaction. Her, yeah, you look at her when she says Ethan, yeah. and two seconds later she puts the baby. <laughs> All right, you take the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you. She just. Uh, she did. She didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, pretty weird. That's pretty weird. Juliet mm, actually held baby Ethan in yeah. her arm. Yeah, if only she could tell him that. You know, he's going to fix her plumbing later. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's there's a lot of crazy stuff in this episode. More than I mean, it gets crazier and crazier. It seems like it just yeah, it just won't stop. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, it's like every scene is like, whoa, look at you. I haven't seen you in three years. And whoa, what are you doing here? You're a Dharma. And whoa, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so yeah. crazy and insane. And, and the fact that they're all uh, managing this is, is pretty pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a good episode. Um, I, you know, it's the show just gets crazier and crazier. I don't even know what it's going to be like at the end of the season. And I don't even know what next season is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's strange too, be thinking about this episode in particular, sort of the last one too. But but it's kind of like that era of season three when we were at O Town. Yes. But it's it like reverse. Yeah. You know, it's like reversed and flipped and in bizarre <laughs> And of course, more more interesting. More interesting, <laughs> luckily, yeah. There's um, there's, but, there's yeah. more. There's sort of more going. It's not just all about one thing. Yeah. You know, and that's that's nice. So, uh, yeah, and uh, I, uh, uh, I I like, uh, for, in the Rudzinski thing, I, I like that they, um, they don't really, they don't really do that much to tell you, you know, what you're supposed to know about Rudzinski, and they didn't, you know, they didn't play clips or do anything to really mention the fact that we had heard of him before. and Oh, yeah, that's huge. A lot of people are not going to remember who that is. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a casual fan uh, who's just been following the show could easily forget that yeah. he was brought up, you know, three seasons ago. Totally. Um, it would it would be completely reasonable to do that. I mean, I don't remember a lot of things. The only reason I remember Radzinski is how much we've talked about him. Oh, totally. I mean, if it wasn't for his connection to the blast door map and, yeah. and his and and the the you know he he gets even more of a legend status because he supposedly killed himself. Yeah. Um. I think if it wasn't for that, yeah, it'd be you know who no one would be talking about him. And I, I, I what's interesting too is the fact you know and we see we see Jen and Sawyer you know mainly interacting with Rosinski in this yeah. episode. But they they don't know about the blast story map. They don't know his connection to that. That's true. Uh, specifically, you know, uh, they don't really know what we know in terms of that. So they don't have to talk about it, of course. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but that's what's interesting is we we sort of know what this guy's gonna do, and they sort of have no idea, you know. Right. Um. You know, you you think, oh man, if Brzezinski gets Jen really mad, Jen could kill him or something. But no, he can't because he's got to, you know, <laughs> apparently design the swan. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something uh, I want to talk about later, but um, yeah, that's definitely a thing. That's definitely. But, uh, uh, overall, I I'd say I'd say A minus, A yeah. A minus. You know, I I most of the points come from the the craziness and the revelations more than I think it was a sort of you know super well written episode. You know? Right. It was it was more of a you know crazy circumstance episode. Yeah. You know, still good. So. Yeah. Which is is 
pretty common these days, but I it was it was sort of more over the top than even I've I've been used to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, there there were there were a couple scenes that I liked on their own, but yeah, I agree. It wasn't wasn't exactly. You know, I mean, I as far as stuff like that goes, like the the scene that always comes to mind is the uh, the uh, the I never scene. You know, like I for for whatever reason, like that that scene's good, but you know, the, what's the I never scene? The the scene with Sawyer and Kate in season one where they where they oh. <laughs> they say what they've never done, and then if they're lying, they take a drink. Yeah, I think that's the rule. <laughs> Or if they're not lying, they take a drink. I don't know. One of the two. Um, I think I think it was if they're lying. Anyway, yeah. it, was, it was a good scene, and it stood out because they don't. Lost doesn't have that many good scenes like that where it's in no way about the plot. Yeah. You know. Um, and and uh, when they do have good scenes like that, yeah, you're right. They stand out. Yeah. It was it was just when we went back through that season it was just really notable. It's like, wow, I can't believe how good this scene is. Like it just this is a scene I would hate normally. Mhm. You know, and some for some reason it works. So anyway, uh scenes like that uh are are hard to come by and and they haven't done that many of them and uh there's uh, there's 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 really nothing like that here. But, uh, no, not really. Uh, but definitely, uh, the plot is definitely uh, pretty crazy. So yeah. it does make up for it. I agree. I I'm tempted to say B plus. Okay. Yeah. I um, I, I could be talked into an A minus in in certain respects, but I, I'm gonna say B plus. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's it's got a lot of good stuff, and it, it, it's sort of hard to rate. But yeah, I think I think it's safe to say it's in that realm. Yeah. Um, maybe they could do some extra credit points or something. Get that, get that, bump it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 round it up. Coming after class, I don't know. It's an 89.5. <laughs> just, just give them the A minus. Right. Make them happy. Yeah, yeah. It's just cruel not to. Yeah. Uh. All right. So is that, is that our overview, or you got some more? Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's it. I think that's it. <clears throat> well, we can jump into this uh, fiasco. All here. right. <laughs> uh, all aboard the crazy train. Uh, Choo Choo Tunnel, man. Choo Choo Tunnel. <laughs> they were right. We <laughs> we we went through the tunnel, and we're not coming back. Apparently. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Thank you, Kate. That was uh, that was so. You were so. You were more right than you'll ever know. <laughs> um. All right. So we start with uh, we pick back up on the uh, the the basically the Oceanic Six on the plane. Uh, we got Ben and Frank on there also. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on their Jira Airlines plane, uh, heading towards um, Guam. Is it? No, yeah. Where did I hit it? Guam. Guam. All right. Yeah. No apparent reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to Guam. Yeah, I don't think you guys are going to Guam. I hope nobody's waiting for you guys there because uh, you're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So. 
uh, we're in the cabin with uh, with Frank and uh, the co-pilot. Uh, the co-pilot points out that he see he recognizes Hurley uh, in first class, that he's one of the Oceanic Six, and that he must, uh, you know, he must have uh, nerves of steel if he's going to come back and fly over the same South Pacific where he was part of a big uh, commercial airline airliner crash. Uh, Frank kind of shrugs it off, says he doesn't think lightning would strike in the same place twice. Maybe that's why, you know, Hurley's back on the plane. Uh, but, of course, Frank uh, knows a little bit more or suspects a little bit more. Um, so pretty soon uh, we get some rattling and turbulence um, on the plane Um, as fast as he both signs comes on uh, Hurley turns to Caesar tells him he needs to fasten his seatbelt as he pulls over an eye mask so he (laughs) apparently doesn't have to see anything (laughs) oh Hurley you came prepared Uh, (laughs) oh Um, so as, um, so Frank, uh, some, Frank, uh, gleams something and says, I don't know, uh, or sorry, oh no, as soon as, uh, the plane gets hit with something, the, uh, rattling increases, uh, Frank takes control of the plane, and everything begins to shake, and it gets pretty crazy, um, uh, then we get, let's see, where are we? Uh, so then we get the bright light as as uh, everything's going going crazy, and uh, when when the flash ends, uh, we find you know we're back in the cabin. It's daytime. Uh, it was night before, and then there's a big island in front of them. Oh no! Uh, Frank uh, has to sort of pull them out of this uh, nose dive that they're kind of in, and uh, they see the runway, um, yeah. which is conveniently placed, and they make a dash for it. Uh, as the co-pilot is shouting Mayday, um, and they uh, land on the runway and uh, hit the end of it uh, as they brace for impact. Oh, no. That's uh, that scene. Should I go to the next part? Uh, Another continuation, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the next part, um, Frank wakes up. Um, from after the crash, and the co-pilot has been uh, basically stabbed with a big tree limb. He's dead. Um, Frank goes into the main cabin to see, uh, you know, see what what's going on with everyone else. Um, Caesar helps Elena uh, up, and she's sort of disoriented. Uh, Frank and Son uh, see each other. Frank helps Son up, uh, and. Frank asks where everyone else went, and then Ben says they're gone. Oh, God. Uh, Gone where? (laughs) How should he know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, Ben. got to love that. He throws you a line, and then he cuts the line. Classic Ben. Yeah. Imply knows something, and then plead ignorance. Yeah. So that's our our opening. How should I know? I'm just just going to Guam. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. What can I say about this? Um, First of all, I guess a notable thing is that Sun didn't flash to the the past as Hurley and Jack and Kate and Saeed did. Yep. Um, we find out Saeed did later. Um, 
So uh, is there is there some reason for that? Well, you know what? Uh, can any sense be made of that? Um. Yes. Next question. I mean, in my head, here's here's how it worked in my head. You know, right? I mean, it's it's all it's all quite fuzzy. But the idea was they have to come back, and the day in general was the Oceanic Six, and. Uh, and then maybe some others, maybe Locke had to come back. I don't know. Um, uh, Aaron was part of the Oceanic Six, so whatever. Maybe he doesn't count for various reasons. Um, but, uh, I mean, I thought that was the point, and so I guess I thought they were unified uh, by that. And the idea that somehow they would all get chosen to go to the past except Sun, just – I. I really can't think of a reason why they would do that. Um, I have two reasons. Okay. So here's two. One, I think. Okay, the first big one, which I think is what they what they specifically set up, which was the results of of this recreation were unpredictable. So, which I think accounts for the fact that. They went back in time, most of them. <laughs> uh-huh. Half of them went back in time, and then the other people who didn't flash went to the uh, the present, I guess, 2007. Um, yeah. And so, so I think that's part of it. Is, that's one explanation in my mind is Sun didn't go, didn't flash back, uh, having to do with the, the sort of randomness of this recreation. Um, okay. The other, the other idea, sort of, you know, uh, I, I have is that um, that you know they're all supposed to go back, but maybe specifically they're supposed to go back to, in, to the present. And since their return was sort of fractured with some of them going back to 1977, um, you know, maybe Sun's job is specifically to help the others get back to 2007. Okay. That's kind of the reason why she's stuck there. Yeah. Not, yeah. not necessarily specifically for Sun. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, Christian was there. Maybe he was waiting for her. Right. Um, so I think one of those two things is sort of what's going on here. Um, I think at the very least it could be explained with just the randomness of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. of the recreation. So. Okay. Yeah. It's just that, you know, got every Oceanic Six member but her – it got no non oceanic six members, you know. It mm-hmm. just seems it just seems like it wasn't that random, you know. But but I agree that that could work. And the scene the scene with with her and Frank and Christian definitely uh, clearly states that she's supposed to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does seem to relate to them being in the past. So. I think you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's. I'm inclined to think it has something to do with that. That there's some, some absurdly, probably unnecessarily uh, convoluted plan that's being enacted here, mm-hmm. uh, where she's going to do whatever she's going to do, and the rest of them are supposed to do whatever they're doing. Well, she's going to turn the wheel, obviously. Oh, you think that's it? Just go turn the wheel? That's I was it? being facetious, but I could see... <laughs> Why not? Everyone gets a turn on that wheel, doesn't <laughs> The donkey wheel. It's like Wheel of Fortune. Turn the wheel. See if your fortune comes true. 
If she takes maybe, the wheel, won't she get transported to Tunisia? Maybe maybe in the past, Jen will turn the wheel as she in the present will turn the wheel. Oh, and they'll no. both end up in Tunisia together. Oh, yay. And they can both go back and be with the baby. Nice. They can finally have that honeymoon. They can have the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> I think the honeymoon's over. <laughs> oh, man. Jen, um, <sighs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well... Okay, they, yeah, they could do that. Um, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I agree. I have no idea where this is going. Anyway. Yeah, it, you know, like I said before, a couple at the beginning of the season, I think, is, you know, we just got to strap in our seatbelts and ride the roller coaster. But I, you know, I think I said on the forums or somewhere that, you know, the roller coaster is now a spaceship, right? <laughs> and we're we're you know we're passing uh we're 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 past Earth and mm-hmm. uh, we're just you know spiraling into outer space with this these plot lines here. So yeah, the 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 point at which we could sort of predict what's going to happen, I, I think it's 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 behind us, and you know they're the they're crazy. I don't even know. Very crazy. So. Uh, another thing about this bit uh, that I've been reading a lot about, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I didn't actually hear both times I watched it. I didn't actually hear it. I didn't I, either. I was listening, but I didn't catch it. Anyway, supposedly uh, when uh, the co-pilot's doing the um, doing the, the mayday, you you hear the numbers, mm-hmm. um, the numbers transmission, you know, from the island and. Uh, everyone's saying that this is true, so I guess I believe them. Um, it's in the transcript. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's in the transcript, uh, and a lot of people have heard it, so okay, I guess it's there. Um, and so I guess I'll talk about it like it really happened. Um, uh, but it's kind of weird, of course, because uh, they're they're in the present, essentially, on the island, Mm-hmm. And they not. I mean, first of all, Danielle stopped the numbers message sixteen. Well, I guess now it's like nineteen years ago. Yep. Uh, and then uh, when when they went to shut it off to call the boat people, I mean, they shut it off completely. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no. You know, they they shut Danielle's thing down, so it sort of doubly shouldn't be there. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of weird. I don't know what to make of that. There's there's always various possibilities that I think of when something like this happens. I think, well, uh, you know, this could just be this could just be you know sloppiness. You know, they could have just mm-hmm. messed up. They thought it'd be cool to put the numbers on there and didn't think through the uh, the continuity of it all. Uh, secondly, sort of the same thing, except they have some half-assed explanation that someone went back and turned it on again in the years uh, between, mm-hmm. you know, which is possible. You know, it's not it's not impossible that someone went and turned it back on. There were, there were people on the island. I don't know why they would do that, but uh, uh, but it, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility, and and maybe they have some reason why they think that would happen. Mm-hmm. You know, they could say, um, or that's something I was going to say later. You know, they could say, well, Jacob told him to do it or something. You know, some nonsense or like that. Or whatever the original reason for it to be broadcasting, they they realize they need that reason to feel valid. Or that, that sure. You know, that, yeah. that, 
they need to turn it back on. Yeah, I mean, I think the original... Actually, yeah, I think the original thing was Dharma, wasn't it? I I don't even know. I don't, I don't know, know either. Anymore. I don't think... I mean, here, here, I, mean I guess, because that's what I was going to bring up, is the fact that, you know, that message was... Um, that message should have been broadcasting sometime while Dharma was there. Uh, yeah. But they didn't. They didn't turn it off. Um, yeah. Themselves, you know. Um, <coughs> and then Danielle, of course, goes to turn it off, but or change the broadcast. I don't really know what to make of this. Another thing that's thrown in the ring here is um, they sort of are in the midst of of this weird time traveling thing. Uh, they hit the barrier of the island uh, when they came through. It could be some sort of strange remnant from the past that they're picking up on the radio. You know, I mean, I guess I can go back to season one when uh, when Hurley had that music on his radio. I mean, do we ever figure uh-huh. out what that was about, you know? No, no, we didn't. Um, yeah, that was weird. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's definitely another possibility. That, yeah. Yeah, you know, that, what they have going on in the show right now, I mean, they they could definitely say that, you know, that just wasn't from that time or something. It, yeah, it seems like it's a, it, it's more of an atmosphere thing. Uh, yeah. It's a small detail. Uh, if it came a little bit earlier in in the, in the progression of this scene, uh, I would definitely be like, oh, it's just, it's it, they're picking it up from 1977 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it sort of comes after they have uh, already crossed over into the present. Uh, yeah. Stayed in the present. Yeah. Um, but they've come to the island, I guess you say. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a little weird, but I, I would say <laughs> that's probably my, that's, that's my explanation. That's what I'm going to go with is, uh, I mean, maybe someone turned it back on, uh, but I think yeah, the simple explanation is something uh, just akin to they're picking it up from from the, uh, the due to the time travel and the distortion and the barrier and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, simple answer like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No problem. That'll that'll simple, work. Simple, simple, simple mechanics. So, right. Uh, so the the other thing in this scene is the uh, the airport. I mean the mm-hmm. uh, runway. Yeah, <laughs> they built an airport. <laughs> <laughs> that was the a deleted scene. Dharma baggage check in is over here. <laughs> I guess others baggage check in. Yeah, uh, um, the, the the runway. Um, the runway. They they specifically addressed the runway in the latest official podcast, and so I'm just gonna go ahead and say what they said Please. about it. But before I do that, oh. um, I want to see what you think. Of, what would you what what would you be inclined to say about the runway, as far Ooh. as as far as like what you know? What do you think? What do you think the reasons? Why do you think they built that runway? You know, originally. Yeah, that was, that's the question. Is did they build that the runway for that plane to land? Is, yeah. is the obvious question. I mean, obviously, you build a runway, you expect it to be used, right? Yeah. The, okay, that's a given. But uh, do they expect it to be used by that plane? I would have to say uh, yes, <laughs> um, because I think. You know, we got the end of the episode with Ben uh, finding out Saeed's name. You know, we've got we've got we've got all of this. These, these oh God! Central... I didn't even think about what that means. Oh, that's huge. That is huge. We've got these central lost. Uh, oh we got the central God. losties who are back in the 70s, creating all kinds of um, 
paper trails and documents with their real names on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for, I mean, I, I mean, I guess the the three with the real names are uh, Jack, Kate, and Curly. Yeah. I guess everyone else might be using fake last names. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's it seems they had the chance to give them aliases and they didn't. Yeah, so I, I thought that was strange. pretty weird. I, I I had assumed that the rest of them were using fake last names, but now I'm starting to think maybe Sawyer's the only one who did that, and the rest Could of them be. were just using their real names. I mean, uh, it's weird to me to have a you know a Juliet Burke uh, and Dharma in 1977, <laughs> and then you know in the in 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 the early 2000s, you know she comes to the island. And you know, with the same name, and mm-hmm. Ben or anyone else who has rifled through right. old Dharma stuff, you know, come on, you're telling me like her name doesn't appear anywhere on any manifest right. or any, I mean, I could it, there's plausible deniability there, sure, thirty <laughs> years ago, or whatever, and he wiped yeah. them out, he didn't care. Yeah, she's but not she's not like a a, a oh huge part of it. <laughs> I just realized. That when the therapist, when the the when the the the, uh, the therapist tells Juliet mm-hmm. Ben Ben wants you or whatever because you look like mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. I hope she's not talking about herself. <laughs> like young Ben in the seventies uh-huh. has a crush on older Juliet. Yeah, you look and just like yourself. You look just like this woman who was you. <laughs> <laughs> yourself in the future slash past. That's that's the kind of world we're dealing with right now. Is that could be true? <laughs> it really could be. Oh God, I no, that can't be what that means. She means Annie, right? <laughs> I, I was sure she meant Annie. Oh man. Uh, yeah, you're so, right. So, that, that's that's. Oh God, that would be so yeah. weird. Yeah, it would be weird. Um, add it to the list. So, in terms of the runway, um, I think. Uh, I think we're going to come to find, at least I, yeah, I suspect that we're going to come to find that Ben and a lot of the major players, a lot of the reasons that they knew and, and did certain things in the future is 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 predicated on these people coming back in the past. Mm-hmm. And then if they didn't do that, things would would be a bit different. Um, but you know that's a, you know that statement doesn't mean anything on this show. Right. Um. So do I think that they built that for that plane? I I want to say yes. Um, okay. I don't know how they knew the plane was going to be there. Uh, I mean, obviously, I guess. Um, yeah, the, see, the plane lands in the in the future. Yeah, the plane lands after they built the runway, but some of the people who were on the plane go back in the past. So I mean, all it really takes, right, is for somebody of authority to say, we need to build a runway because the plane lands here in 2007. <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I feel like that might be possible to do, you know. Um, so, I mean, there you go. So now I'm curious to hear what... Okay. Uh, and Dara say. They, they're either going to support me or be like, you're totally wrong. <laughs> so here's the, here's the final word. Um, uh, of course, they weren't all that detailed about it, but mm-hmm. what they, as usual, you'll, you'll probably have more questions that I won't be able to answer, but they, they basically said, we're supposed to think that at some point, um, at some point, Jacob said, build a runway, you mm-hmm. know, there. And they didn't address 
whether he told them why or anything like that. They just said they were supposed to think that Jacob told them to build a runway, and so they built a runway. Okay. And and that's sort of it. All right. So, yeah, so there you go. So, so yeah, so we don't know if it's specifically for that plane, but it, it has to be, right? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I feel like the idea is that Jacob told him to build the runway for that plane. Like, I I guess I feel like Jacob, if anybody could know, you know, I I think Jacob could know. Yeah. uh, That that was coming. Now, why didn't he tell them to build it longer? Maybe they didn't get the chance to finish it because they Mm -hmm. ran off. All right, good answer. (laughs) Just Um. trying. I'm trying. <clears throat> You're right. Yeah, it should have been longer. Uh, yeah, it's pretty <clears throat> crazy. Um, it pretty much it's pretty worked crazy out. that the it's first of all crazy that that that's what they were building was a runway. It's crazy that Sawyer asked Juliet what it was, and mm-hmm. she said, "What didn't she say? A runway for aliens or something?" Yeah, or, for the aliens to land. For yeah. the aliens to land, and I'm thinking, okay, Frank's an alien. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's all it's all crazy. It's all very crazy. <laughs> How did I mean here's the thing, and this is what I don't like is is a lot when you do things like build a runway for a plane, you know it's gonna come because the people who left the island who weren't supposed to got back on it, and half of them went back in time, and half of them didn't, and the plane was gonna, like it just seems to me like there's just there's all of these like elements involved in this thing it just i I just don't understand like what's the whole point, you know like. They weren't supposed to leave the island, but they did. And so Jacob knew that they were going to come back, so he had to yeah. go the runway. Right. But it, it just seems like where's the where's the actual um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like how much of this stuff is reacting to the events, and how much of this stuff is creating the events and mm-hmm. knowing what the events are going to happen? Yeah. You know, um, it seems like if you wanted to, you could just, if you're Jacob, stop them from leaving the island and they wouldn't need to come back and they wouldn't need the runway. I I have to say, I'm definitely starting to get the sense that Jacob can't really do anything. Yeah. You know, he might know a lot and have, you know, uh, demands or whatever of things that should be done, but I think, I'm getting the sense he can't, he, he doesn't really have the power to 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 just carry things out on his own, and that he needs to make people do things to have the, what he wants done. And well, but that's what's weird is you know Jacob was supposed to save Juliet's sister, you know, yeah. from the cancer. Like, did he? Oh, just, I forgot about you know, that. Ugh, don't mean, remind me of that. <laughs> <laughs> that really messes up my whole theory. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Is like, okay. I mean, now that's, maybe, that definitely suggests he can do stuff. Um, maybe he doesn't have power anymore. I mean, he did ask Locke for help. There's <laughs> the sense that he's sort of imprisoned or something. Yeah, I uh, guess. Maybe, I, but, yeah, and and I guess I, I would want to say that comes from the same kind of thing that you know makes people heal when they come to the island. Um, but uh, uh, I I guess. Yeah, maybe I, I maybe I just don't think he can sort of really direct events to to such an extent. I mean, I guess he can do certain things. That's yeah, I have to I have to admit that. Mm-hmm. But it seems like his power is limited to a to a certain degree. There's 
There's is all of this just to lead to his resurrection or to his escape or to his what? I mean, or is this all for the war that's coming? Oh God. I, I'm assuming I'm assuming this is about the war that's coming. Okay. I'm assuming, and and somehow I guess he uh, has a, has a preferred side in the war or something, and you know maybe he's. I don't. I'd say I don't even know who's in the war and what the war is about. So it's hard to. It's mm-hmm. hard to know exactly what role that plays in everything. It's weird when they say stuff like that. I, it doesn't seem like that war is coming anytime soon. I kind of feel like that's a season six plot. Oh, totally. Um, and for right well, now... Well, they have to train an army. Yeah. <laughs> and, How long does it take to train an army? <laughs> Four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, I guess it was Widmore who said that. So Widmore's probably one of the sides, um, or at least he's on one of the sides. Uh, since he said the wrong side's going to win, um, but I don't know what the wrong side is. And if Jake is Jacob on the wrong side, that'd be weird. Who are, can who, I? Who's the other can people? I, can I throw a wrench in this whole thing and make your mind boggle even more? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna let me sit down. What if what if the war Woodmore's talking about in some way was, was, was the purge? Was like was, was that the war between the hostiles and Dharma? No. There's a war coming and he's talking about the thing in the past? Well Yes. <laughs> because I mean Honestly, a lot no. of the people who are involved in this do go back in time. Well, uh, that's hard to argue. Um, uh, and um, <sighs> and the wrong side could win. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I don't know. God. That's just the war that I know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely in a sense, the conflict between the hostiles and Dharma was a, a sort of a war. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it wasn't wasn't quite a you know classic war, but it was definitely a, an extended uh, armed conflict between two groups. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I I don't think that's it, but. The way the show's been going, you know, I, I kind of wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, if they went down that road, I guess they'd have to change it, right? I mean, we know what happened, supposedly, mm-hmm. right? And if they're really going to stick to this, you know, you can't, you can't. They did bring that up too. They in this episode, they brought up the purge and and all the bodies. Yeah. Yeah, they did, and that's one of the that's one of the things about the infiltration that you know that it just can't it can't go on forever, you know, mm-hmm. because at a certain point that's going to happen, and uh, you know what are they going to do? Like, hey, try to They're take the other side? They're not going to be that long, though. I mean, that's it, it is a way. long time. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I mean, they've got a long time before they even have to deal with that, and um, you know, I don't expect them to be in 1977 for much longer. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if they didn't, 
if they didn't have any reasonable prospects for getting out of that time period, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they'd ha- they would have to think about it. It is a long way away, but it's sort of not, you know, not long enough for them to just live out their lives. Yeah. You know, and they, so they'd have to figure out what they're going to do during the purge and if they're going to try to join the others or something, which would be really weird, um, you know, knowing that they're going to win. I agree that that's not going to happen, though. Well, they can't, yeah, they can't because they didn't. Right. <laughs> you know, they can't join Good the other. Good point. Good point. They, they sort of didn't, or, and Ben would have mentioned that, and uh, yeah, yeah. I would could. hope so. I, yeah. You really should be bringing that up um, yeah. to somebody at some point. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, so, yeah, I yeah, and that is later. So, yeah, no, I, I guess I don't think it is the purge. I guess I, guess I feel like it's going to be a newer thing. Mm-hmm. Sort of the final present-day conflict of the show. Whatever that is. They're yeah. very vague on loss. It's like, you know, you, you have to do this, and, you know... You you can kind of like maybe never find out why, <laughs> you know. Well, why does it matter? Like Just like Locke had to sacrifice Boone, but like I'm still really unclear why he had to do that. To prove his loyalty to the island. <laughs> yeah, but Cause like because Boone, Boone was supposed to die. <laughs> yeah, easy it is when you. All you have to do is just put an island as supposed to and just make up a city. See, that's I know. I mean, that's what they say, and that's that's true. I know, but somehow it it's lag. It doesn't really say that much. It's there's yeah. nothing specific about it, and they do a lot of that. We we're we're destined to do this, and so we have to. Otherwise, something bad. But they're not, they're not specific about that either. Mm-hmm. You know, what if Locke didn't let Boone die? You know what? What would have happened then? You know, everything. Like... <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I, at some point, I would like a conflict to become like somewhat clear, mm-hmm. uh, so I have some idea of like what what the stakes are. And... Well, look at the them leaving the island. You, the consequence was the people who stayed time shifted. Yeah. And we're gonna die by the because of the time shifting. Uh, I mean, yeah, but the the strange catch to that was that you know Locke turning the wheel sort of stopped that from happening. You know, not them coming back. They didn't come back until three years later, and they were fine. You know, I mean, they're in the past, but you know, they're not they're not in imminent danger. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's what's weird about it. It's it's. <laughs> They, the way they wrote it, it's not clear exactly why it was so important that they come back yet. You know, I mean, maybe they'll have oh, yeah. it, you know, work at some point. But, like, I, I'm still, it still seems to me like someone just needed to go down there and fix the wheel. And that was the only problem. Well, now the new problem is they're stuck in 77. Well, okay, yeah, I guess that's a so, problem. they come back and... Yeah, I don't know. Why were they all going to die? <coughs> Wait, what? Why were they all going to die? I mean, they were all going to die if Locke didn't leave. Well, if he didn't turn the wheel. If he didn't turn the wheel, yeah. Yeah. They were supposed to die because the people left. Yeah, that's the pro. That's... 
that's yeah, that's the part that's frustrating because it's they say that it's because they left, but they show that it's because of the wheel. It seems like the best you could do, at least the best I could do, is to say they were going to die. Everyone needs to come back to the island. And the way to get people to come back to the island was to get Locke to go convince them. <laughs> and if they didn't come back to the island, Locke wouldn't go convince them. And his going to convince them entailed him to turn the wheel, which is what saved them. Mm-hmm. So that's the best I can do is is to make that connection yeah. that, that their coming back is is linked to Locke turning the wheel. Yeah. So they're kind of saying it's the same thing, but it's not. Yeah. Because it's just, I mean, it it seems like, I mean, I guess I guess with the idea of destiny and things have to happen a certain way, I guess those things are kind of uh, uh, linked, in, inseparable. Yeah, I mean, um, in in the universe, but just just like hypothetically, like there's there's no apart from a completely deterministic universe, there's no reason why someone else couldn't have gone down there and turned the wheel and had the same effect. Uh-huh. Or Locke couldn't have gone down there and turned the wheel for another reason. Or Locke turns the wheel, he goes to the knees, and he ends up dying. They never come back. Yeah. But the people on the island are still fine, presumably. Yeah. At least for three years. Yeah, I mean, hypothetically, there's no reason why that stuff can't happen. There, there's nothing completely intrinsic except for the fact that, that you know, those are the things that happen. So, mm-hmm. so they are linked because they always are linked. And, you know, the usual thing that happens. So, I don't know. I see what you mean, though, and I guess that's what we'll have to, we'll have to settle for. I guess I just, I expected a more direct link between the people leaving and the bad things. Oh. And the, and the people returning and the end of the bad things. Hey, how about this? Okay. If they stay here, <laughs> this is weak. Oh, no. If they stay here, if if uh, I, I feel like we I need to name, I need to give a name to Juliet Sawyer and Miles and Jen that crew. I don't oh. know if they need their own name. Okay. The infiltrators. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not the three scientivos. <laughs> right. No, that's luckily completely that separate crew, dead. which is now split up. Yeah, that crew's <laughs> dead and split up, and one of them, yeah. And, so yeah. I'm thinking maybe maybe the threat of uh was that if they don't come back to the island okay, here's here's the premise. The Oceanic Six coming back to the island the Oceanic Five coming back to the island, um uh it, it is part of the way that Sawyer's group, LaFleur LaFleur and his guys and girls are going to get back to the present, which which is their safety. Because if they stay here during Dharma time, then for whatever unknown reason, they would they would end up dead, either just by conflict with the hostiles mm-hmm. over time or by the purge eventually. Yeah. So the idea is this is what is saving them, is bringing these people back. Mm-hmm. Because I still feel like it's fractured. I still feel like the island shouldn't be happy with this. Yeah. The island shouldn't be happy with these guys sort of in the wrong time. Yeah. 
and sort of in this this weird quasi state. So I feel like the island won't be happy until people are back where they're supposed to be. It just isn't uh, the immediate peril. But yeah, I agree. I, I think that's the idea. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, I guess the dark folks were assuming it was an immediate danger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were in immediate danger at first. At first, but yeah, uh, but in the long term things, so. it's sort of like things are still wrong. They're just not, you know. They 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 can take their time to fix mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy that. Why not? Um. So next thing. Yeah. Are we spending a good time on. Uh... <laughs> In like almost an hour, and we got through the first scene. Good, <laughs> good pacing, I think. Wow, you're right. What the fuck? I don't know. How did that I happen? Didn't think we even talked that much. I know uh, that's really confusing. I feel like something. I feel like. I feel like there's something wrong with that. Have we been time shifting? <laughs> yeah. Like, we need sure to go back to the island. Shift. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way. There's no way that that discussion was that long. That's so weird. Okay, well, whatever. <clears throat> the rest of the scenes don't have anything to talk about, right? <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from here, I'm sure. <laughs> um, they really packed everything into that first scene. Uh, so next scene, um, we go back to 1977. Uh, we pick back up on uh, Jack, Kate, um, Hurley uh, coming to meet uh, with Jen, coming to meet Sawyer at the North Point, uh, the big uh, uh, reunion here. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so everyone kind of, uh, you know, oh, you're alive, oh, you're alive, great, 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 a couple a couple of hugs, a handshake, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um so let's see, where are we? That was all the stuff so then, that I expected in the last episode. Yeah, right. That we did. Instead of the yeah. listful, like staring. Yeah, the long, long staring. Mm-hmm. Which was good, but uh, yeah, they had to do this eventually. They couldn't just stare at each other forever. No, it's not a staring contest. No. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, everyone's talking, and then and then Sawyer uh, regales at the fact that they're all there, and that uh, Locke actually did it. He was able to get them back. Uh, Jack tells uh, tells Sawyer that I guess in Jen that uh, Locke is dead. Doesn't matter how he's gone now. Uh, they always say things like that. It just, it just especially Jack. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, I, I I am getting I'm really fed up with that. I understand it's kind of it's kind of a a little trick to keep them from having to go into it. If he yeah. says Locke killed himself, that you know that's hard to just brush off. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's kind of easier if he just says this and they can immediately move on. Yeah. So then um, Hurley asks. Uh, why Sawyer and Jen are in the Dharma jumpsuits. Uh, Sawyer then tells them that uh, that they're part of the Dharma initiative now. Uh, Jack assumes that means the Dharma came back to the island, but no, the bomb that Sawyer has to drop is that they're all back in 1977. Oh, no. Um, and then Hurley goes, uh, what? And 
and that's the scene. Hey. So so yeah, this whole time I was watching this uh, this scene, I'm I'm thinking, who's gonna say it first? Who's gonna say it first? <laughs> Please, someone acknowledge that they're 1977. Yeah, because <laughs> these guys don't know that. Yeah, uh, which is huge. I mean, think it. I mean, that's just huge. I mean, coming back to the island is, is is a huge, you know, huge thing. But 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 being, you know, 30 years in the past, um, you know, when I guess most of these people were very young kids, uh, is really crazy. Yeah, I I I kind of uh, uh, I I was initially surprised that they were surprised that they were in 1977 because I've gotten so used to it. I just thought they should already know, mm-hmm. but it does make they really shouldn't. There's no reason why they yeah. know that. And I like the idea that Jack thinks Dharma just came back to the island at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> oh Jack. <laughs> I mean, what else, you know, that's, that's I, a that logical the, conclusion. The first him. reasonable thing to think, yeah. Yeah. Don't jump to time travel first. Yeah, that'd be weird. Like, we're we're in Dharma. Well, we went back 30 years. Like, yeah, then we'd be talking about why Jack thought that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he, he, he said the thing that he should have said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. They found that pretty fast, and uh, it's, it was, it's nice. Um, uh <laughs> they take it pretty well, I have to say. Um, it seems to me that they're all there. Yeah, I mean, they take it sort of well in this scene, but I don't think it, I don't think anyone, any of them, have really processed what's going on in this whole episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just they're all hanging in there, and yeah, I don't know if they've had time to process it yet. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of just going with it. Leaving all the thinking to Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Next scene? Yeah. Let me find what the next scene is, then. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Wait, where am I? Okay, the next scene is the continuation of this scene, where uh, they're talking about... Uh, they're talking about... Uh, you know, what's been going on. Sawyer says, it's, you know, it's been, uh, well, Kate tells Sawyer it's been three years uh, from the chopper, uh, since the whole chopper thing, that they've been on the island with Dharma for three years. Uh, Miles try, tries to get uh, LaFleur in on the, uh, or actually, is it Jen? Yeah, he's calling Jen. Jen says if he doesn't respond soon, they'll send out a patrol. You know, he wants to know what are we going to do with these guys. Hurley comments that Jen's English is awesome, uh, which is, is a very nice detail for mm-hmm. Hurley to pick up on. Good for you, Hurley. Um, um, so Sawyer's trying to figure out a way to bring them back to Dharmaville, uh, and um, and Hurley wonders what happened to everyone else on the plane that should be out there. Uh, this is sort of news to Sawyer that there's other people uh, Saeed, Lapidus, and Son. So Jim oh. hears this. He gets excited. Uh, he wants to figure out if a plane landed, so he's going to go talk to Rezinski. What? I know. It's probably some other Rezinski. Not the last door map Rezinski. Probably some other, some other random Rezinski. You know, it's a common name. It really yeah, yeah, is. yeah. <laughs> um, I met five Rezinskis last week at a grocery store. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. None of them were drawing Blasto maps. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Um. So Jen uh, tries to run off. So he says, "Hold on, we gotta think about this." But he's pretty much gone. Uh, Sawyer tells um, uh, the new arrival guys to stay put uh, until he can figure out what to do and explain where they came from. Um, and Kate asks, other than Jen and Sawyer, who else is on the island? And cut to explaining who else is on the island. Uh, I'll just finish this scene up here. Uh, mm-hmm. We're back. We're in the observation room, uh, which I believe is the same room that we that. Uh, Oh, the it's not Ben in, like, right? Or is this... Uh, haven't we seen Ben and Juliet in this room or something? Or See... Yeah, oh, there, there's... The, that there's was a, in the Hydra. Yeah, there's a similar observation room in the Hydra, which we definitely okay. saw. I don't know if we've seen this before, except for, you know, in LaFleur. I think this is yeah. where the Hootenanny was. This was the this was the location of the... Uh, <laughs> The famed Dharma Hootenanny of of, of seventy seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're in this observation room. Uh, Juliet comes in and asks Miles if, if if he's seen James. She tells him that he ran out this morning without saying where he was going. Uh, and then he spots James on the monitor. And I guess I'll finish this next. <laughs> okay, yeah, it all comes uh, so together. All uh, so we cut to uh, Juliet and Sawyer's house. Uh, Sawyer is grabbing clothes uh, for the losties, the new arrivals. Um, and he tells Sawyer that they're back, and she has no idea who he's talking about. And he says, Jack, Kate, and Hurley. Um, she's kind of stunned by this whole thing. He tells them that they're all at the North Point waiting for him to uh, figure out what they're going to do, and, uh, you know, he also mentions that they said they were on a plane, uh, so he's trying to figure out what, uh, what to tell them and how to get them back into uh, Dharma, and uh, Juliet mentions that there's a sub coming in the afternoon. Mm. Yay. So that, I'm sure that has, that has nothing to do with anything. She just said that randomly. Yeah. Yeah, it means nothing, yeah. Just a little, just, you know, random thoughts from Juliet. (laughs) There's a sub coming in the afternoon. Rain is wet. I like lemonade. (laughs) Sunshine is bright. (laughs) Random statements that are true. I prefer mittens to gloves. (laughs) Surely that can't be true. (laughs) Who prefers mittens to gloves? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know anyone over the age of 10 who prefers <laughs> the gloves. Yeah, no, I agree. It's ridiculous. But I don't know. Maybe Juliet would for some reason. Maybe she would. It all—it always freaks me out. You know how they have toe socks, which, <laughs> which are basically like gloves for your feet? Yeah. Which means that regular socks are like mittens for your feet. Like right. That's, that's weird to me. Because <laughs> you would never, you know, you rarely would wear mittens on your hands. Yeah. But you wear mittens on your feet all the time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you and it, to me, it's weird to wear gloves on your feet, which are those toe socks. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, but you wear gloves on your hands all the time. So I guess I'm illustrating the differences in uses between feet and hands. I think so. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I would probably say the toes uh, aren't aren't as crucial as the fingers are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not such a big deal to have them uh, not have their individual wrapping. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Hands are needed more than feet. Yeah. <laughs> Write that one down. Write it down. Tell your congressman. The classic invest, right there. Invest in hands. Yes. <laughs> hands are the future. Uh, all right, Just made so, that up. So what do you got for these scenes here? Uh, uh, oh, what all happens? Uh, Everything. God, I, there's so much. Um, let's see. Uh, so we started with them saying, hey, it's been three years for me, it's been three years for you, that yeah, whole thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we already knew that. One of the lines I liked in this first part of the scene here is when Sawyer says, you know, Jen wants to, Jen is reacting to hearing that Son is potentially on the island, uh, so he wants to figure out the plane, where the plane is, and so he immediately runs to go talk to Rosinski, and Sawyer yells at him, hey, hold on, we got to think about this. Mm-hmm. And it's a cool little line because the whole thing Sawyer sets up later is that he's a man of thought yeah. um, and not reaction. Right. Uh, so that was cool that he that they have this, Sort of a, as a precursor to his little speech to Jack. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't register that, but that uh, that definitely makes sense. And of course, it also makes sense that Jen would would react in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. you know, it's hard to just sit there and think about it. I mean, I you know, I don't blame him, but it was definitely crazy that sort of he knows who Radzinski is, and he's yep. gonna go. He's just gonna go talk to him. Like it's just you know. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> that's that's. It was exciting to hear the name, but it kind of really blew me away that Jen's just like, I know, I'll just go talk to Ritzinski about this. Yeah, it, it's it's all kinds of craziness. And also, now that I think about it, that this pretty much means that if Kelvin didn't come into the island until after the Gulf War, mm-hmm. that means Ritzinski's pretty old when yeah, when, right. when, when he's when he's bunking with Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would be probably. I want to say that'd be like fifteen years later uh, after this. Fifteen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just a little bit older then. Yeah. Well, fifteen years—that's a good, that's a good chunk of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not thirty years, like I was thinking. Oh, you're thinking thirty? Yeah. No. 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 Because they're in 1977, so yeah. You know, if he gets there like 92, which I think is about the right time, um, that should be 15. Okay. If I'm doing my math right, which I might not, as we learned on the Mr. Podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes F5 just sounds like 20. Oh, and I want to add something. I was thinking, you know, so actually 20 in hexadecimal is 14. <laughs> throw that out there. All right. No one's going to know what you're talking about. 20, 20 in hexadecimal is 14. I just think that's cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, just sit on that one. for. Sounds like a code. Sounds like some enigmatic really code. Uh, I really could be giving messages to the Soviets. <laughs> I just came back from Washington, D.C., and I want to let the listeners know that 20 is 14. 
<laughs> P, 20 is 40. <laughs> yeah, that seems weird. If anybody would like to know more about that, you can email me <laughs> at thelostlowdown at gmail.com or you can send me a private message on the forum at tlld.net. Thank you. And you're going to explain why 20 is 14? I will I'll explain as much as you want to know about why 20 is 14. Oh, as much as people want to know. Wow, that's a nice that's a nice challenge. That's right. I I I I'm inexhaustible. On why twenty is fourteen. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a topic that I never want to stop talking about. Well, can we stop now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want, want to, to, but I not will. Not that you want to, but yeah. yes. Exactly. Um, uh, wait, how did we get on this? What, what there's no. There's no reason. What were we talking about? I, okay, sorry. Uh, we're talking about we're talking about Jen uh, reacting, and Sawyer's the man of thinking. Oh, okay. That's the last relevant wow. thing I think we mentioned. <laughs> oh, and Rosinski, and the whole thing with Rosinski. Uh-huh. Oh, and Rosinski's age. Oh, it was the age. Years. It was the, the 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 number of years and whether I got and it right. Math That's and, what made me think of it. Okay. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it is a number of years later, and he he looks like he's, I mean, you know, somewhat old at this point. I, I would say he looks like he's in his maybe maybe late 30s or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Calvin was not that young either, so uh, so I guess that works. But it's kind of, it's like, his, I, I, I wonder how much more we'll find out about his character arc, you know, where he goes from here. Um you know how how he goes from this to actually working in the swan um and you know what what the swan was in okay i'm just going to bring that up later cuz that doesn't fit into this stuff at all yeah um uh let's see what else happened here uh the clothes and who else is here and yeah no nah, I, I think you know cool. Sawyer, you know, asked Juliet where his baggy sweatshirt with the bulldog on it is, and you know that's the one he's looking for for Hurley. And I, I, I don't know any reason why he has a sweatshirt that's big enough for Hurley, because uh, it would sort of drown him, you know, just literally. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I just thought that was funny. Or strange, or something. Oh, the baggy sweatshirts for Hurley. Wow. Yeah. I just thought that was. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, he just all the, has, all the a, he just has a gigantic or... sweatshirt. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe in the back of his mind, he was thinking like Hurley can use this if he ever shows up. <laughs> so he kept it for he found he found it somewhere or something. Yeah, and, something I mean, like I don't that. know where they get their clothes from. But, yeah, um, that's pretty unclear because they didn't have clothes. They mm-hmm. they must be getting them from Dharma somehow. Yeah. So yeah, I'm guessing he somehow, you know, went to the large, large, large section and and just, you know, got a got a big old sweatshirt. But, he, but, but he's been wearing it because it's dirty. <laughs> you know, that's that, my problem is not that he has it so much as the yeah. idea that he would be actually wearing it and Maybe like it's using nice it. Maybe it's nice to lounge around in a huge sweatshirt. Huge, huge, huge sweatshirt. Because <laughs> I'm sure it's always cold on the island. <laughs> that's. That's what tropical islands are like, right? 
Mm-hmm. They're like deserts. They're freezing at night. Yeah. And they're really hot during the day, right? There you go. Yeah. All right. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Um. And I, I did like the little thing of Juliet giving, you know, telling him that there's a sub coming in the afternoon that sort of solves his problem of figuring out, you know, or helps him solve the problem of figuring out what to do. Mm-hmm. They're, a good, they're a good team, that's Sawyer and Juliet. And I, and I think it does say something that uh, that they, they they have all managed to uh, be, you know, live safely as a part of Dharma uh, for three years. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a pretty big feat. And I, uh, Definitely. And then, you know, like I said, LaFleur Part 2, right? Uh, mm-hmm. There's so many scenes where Sawyer has to sort of solve things, and he he, he does a good job, you know? Uh, I think, it, it, you know, if there was ever any benefit to him, his being a con man, it's now, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's, he's he's good at working people in situations. So um, yeah, it's definitely a benefit. Probably his longest con ever. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> Unless he tells us at the end of the next season, my name is not James, James, uh, James Ford. Oh no! You know, it's something else. Yeah, you're right. That would that would win, but uh, it it worked out well because yeah, he sort of he sort of gets to do what he's good at, and mm-hmm. and all it also seems like it changed him. You know, mm-hmm. like he got to use sort of the good parts of what he learned how to do, but it does also seem like he's sort of grown somewhat. Uh, oh, totally. You know, by doing this, that he he has a very different uh, outlook on life than mm-hmm. than he used to. So that's kind of nice. He's not selfish anymore. Sawyer yeah, is not selfish anymore. I mean, he started out being obviously selfish. Yeah. You know, and he's he he's not like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And he thinks. He just thinks so much. He's such a thinker. Jeez. I mean, I just I didn't get the impression he thought that much in the past. Mm-hmm. So like he's, he's well, see, he wasn't he wasn't really in charge a lot. Yeah, that's true. You know, but it, but in terms of getting out of situations, he apparently prefers to think his way out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. When, but you I agree time, when you have time to think, it's definitely worthy to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it can help. And I guess the problem, I guess Jack's defense would be he just he never even considered that you know they they had time to think. Right. I mean, he did think, but you know he did he, some thinking. Yeah, he did, he did think. Yeah, sure. <laughs> His thinking was always, "How can I react to this?" <laughs> <laughs> Because he wants to know if the plane landed on the island. 
Uh, Rizinski, uh, you know, basically says, you know, don't you think if a plane landed, I'd be, you know, doing something. I would have called someone, alerted someone. Jen uh, says maybe you missed it. Um, and he wants Rizinski to check the other stations. And after a little bit of roughing up, he decides to. <laughs> um, because sometimes you got to be rough, huh, Jen? <laughs> um so Rizinski calls the other stations and asks uh, if anyone's seen a plane to ch- uh, call back and check in with him. And uh, Rizinski asks Quan why he's so hot and bothered about the plane. Oh, there we Stone go. Gordon. And, uh, yeah. And uh, Jin says, it just is. Mm-hmm. So bad, so bad, so bad. <sighs> yeah, that's definitely... Um, uh, it's just... It's the it's the it's the setup line, you know, for the next scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, if a plane lands on the island and you're part of security, I think you have an in, intrinsic need and want to uh, to be interested in that. So I, it, it, that's the kind of thing that gets me when they do things like this with Rosinski asking, like, why why is this so important? Uh, there's a certain level at which it's obviously important. You know, so it's like, are you asking the question because you don't get that it's obviously important? Yeah. You know? But, uh, and then Jen doesn't give him a really good answer. Right. You know, Jen's answer could have been, you know, it's my job. You know, yeah. This is this is a secure island in the middle of, uh, you know, you got two different factions here who are at a truce, and you got some random plane crashing or landing. Uh, yeah, we need to figure it out. Mhm. But anyway, that's what they do. They do lines like that. So. Yeah. Gotta live with it. Uh, so this scene, you want to talk about anything? Uh, anything? Maybe someone's building or planning <laughs> or. Uh, maybe. Uh, I also have to know. Yeah. So he says Quan here. So I th- I think that means that you know Jen's just using his regular name. Mhm. Um. No aliases. Uh. And I think I think this is part of what made me think they were all doing that except Sawyer. Yeah, I I, I get the sense of that now. Um, uh, but yeah, back to the uh, back to the model. Um, so I guess uh, based on this, we know that for example, the flame was built before the Swan. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, the Swan. Uh, I mean that that's something we talked about a long time ago. Like what uh, what order they did things in and. He's still in the like model building stage, so this is you know pretty pretty early. Uh, mm-hmm. So the Swan, I guess the Swan's pretty late. You know, Dharma's been there for at least three years at this I point. I mean, depending on how long uh, it takes to build the Swan, it could be that, that Kelvin and and Rosinski weren't in there that long. Yeah. You know? um, and that's, there, that's kind of interesting. There's, there's also, I mean, the the orientation film for the Swan talks about, um, talks about the incident, and that was why they had to set up the, uh, the numbers. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, at this point, presumably that hasn't happened yet. So presumably mm-hmm. the Swan's being designed for some other reason or purpose. And he's not just designing a room where you can enter the numbers every 108 minutes. You know, I, I'm assuming this is supposed to be like, <laughs> I'm assuming this is supposed to be the original incarnation of Swan, whatever we're supposed to do initially. The psychological experiment. Uh, 
<laughs> or have you dropped that forever? I, I've, I, in my mind, I dropped it, but uh, uh, who knows? I guess it well, could be resurrected. I'm assuming that, I'm assuming that there was something real there. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, here. To me, it's weird that Rosinski, given what the Swan Station becomes, it's weird to me that he's designing it. It seems, I mean, I don't know if he's just making a model because, like, he has the ability to do that and the skills to sort of make the model. I, you know, I don't know if he's making a model or if he's designing it. You know what I mean? There's a difference there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does have the plans of where they're going to build it you know, which would be important if you're designing it. Um, but uh, so that's the thing I, that's unclear for me is, is is how much is he in, is he the head of this project? I mean, he seems like he's just the guy who's monitoring the uh, the controls, like uh, at the flame, like uh, like Mikal ends up doing later. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so it's weird to me if Frasinski is, you know, is the sort of, you know, Dr. Chang of uh, the Swan, you know, like Chang is sort of responsible for the the, uh, the looking glass. The orchid. I mean, uh, the orchid. Yeah. Um, that's weird to me. Uh, yeah, so you, I, so you think he's just, he's just making a model because he's good at making models and they just handed him this I project? Don't, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't know if, if he's just making a model of it because they need a model, or if he is actually the designer of the swan, like they told him to create this thing for some reason. Yeah, like, it's weird that, to me to have that guy be the guy who's monitoring the control. It seems like that's more important. Yeah, know, like, I agree. It seems like it seems like that. Uh, it seems like his primary job is working at the flame, and in his spare time, he's designing the swan, and it really seems yeah. like. That doesn't make sense. It really yeah, should be that the swan. Time, it's, it's a hobby. It really should be that the swan project's more important. But maybe at this stage, like it isn't. Maybe maybe at this stage, the swan isn't such a big deal. Well, here's the thing: if they if they have he says they have the plans of where they're going to build it. If that's the same location that they end up building it, that they built it there because of the pocket of energy. Yeah. So, you know, it seems to be that they should know that the pocket of energy is there already, which should, you know, directly influence the importance of this project. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it would be weird to me if it's like, hey, we need another station, and Rosinski's good at designing stations, and so Rosinski's going to design this wand for whatever original purpose, and they're going to place it in this location, but then later they find the pocket of energy in some other location and they say, oh, we need a station here because, you know, the incident happens or whatever and we need a station here to press the button and, and all that. And they just decide to use the swan plants because they already have them or something and they build it on this new location. Like, that would be weird to me. Uh, it's that'd also weird that he ends up, you know, staying there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not – unless he just went there because of the purge or something like that. Um, it's 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 odd that that he would actually go in there and I mean that's you know not that's that's not a fun job at all and it's, it's not it's not very rewarding either and so I I can't imagine he would want to do that I I reconcile that with the fact that if he if he is the sort of creator original creator of the Swan then he I could see him going down there and being a part of it because he's crazy 
Okay. It's his baby or whatever. But 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 that actually is interesting considering, you know, you said maybe because of the purge, uh, you know, the whole quarantine thing on there, the whole thing about mm-hmm. the 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 sickness, you know, needing the gas mask and the suit. Yeah. That ties into the purge. Um, yeah, that hasn't come into play yet. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if. Uh, what was I going to say? I'm trying to think about the incident. Could the incident be the purge? Uh, I don't think so. Well, here's a specific reason why I don't think so. The The incident is mentioned in the orientation video, and I think that, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the people making it were killed in the purge. Well, that is a good answer. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also just think that the incident was, was before it um, in the timeline quite a bit. But that's, yeah, that, I mean, that's a concrete reason why I don't... I don't think the incident is a purge. Um, I, th- I think the incident is something else. Okay. You know, I, actually, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if... You know, maybe maybe the incident comes up at some point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it could be a result of them uh, trying to create the um, the orchid station. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also that nuclear bomb. <laughs> there's that too. You know, how, um, however that comes into play. Uh, this says the incident probably all. occurred before 1980, which is the production date of the film. So, they've got three years. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They've got about three years for the incident to happen. Okay. So, it actually has a production date. Well, that definitely, that definitely nails it down. Unless they were lying. Which they do for some reason sometimes. Yeah, I mean, could, uh, I don't know if we should talk about it here, but you know, I think it's worth mentioning again the whole idea of seeing a da- seeing a Dharma orientation video with uh, with Pierre Chang on it, and and presumably having to watch these. And here's the thing: who saw the orientation video, Rosinski? Yeah, he. You know, isn't he the one who cut it up? Uh, oh, you're right. You know, you're right. The one yeah, who he edited the film, it. so he knew that was Pierre Chang, right? He, he, took, he took out the part about communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why the fuck did he do that? God, I forgot about that plot. That was so weird. Mm-hmm. I, I shall take out this part and hide it in a Bible halfway across in the island. station, yeah. Why? 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 Here's the thing. Why? Here's the thing. Our whole idea of Brzezinski creating the Blastor map has totally changed now because he he had you know huge access before. Yeah, he's going a big time swan. insider. It, it seems weird that he would create that. It seems yeah. like, uh, you know, why would he sit there and try to figure out the Dharma Initiative? It seems like he should have known a lot of that stuff. Well, I think that's it. Is he did know a lot of that stuff, which is why he was you know the idea that we had of him you know running out into the jungle <laughs> between between you know 108 minutes yeah. to go find these locations and to survey things and I don't think that's exactly what happened anymore. Now it's more like he knew 
which stations were where and what their purpose was and things like that. And, yeah. Uh, so what purpose you know, was it serving? I mean, I guess, you know... I mean, maybe, there's still, maybe there is still some mystery involved. I mean, I'm, uh, he can still have a plan, but... Yeah, like, originally, I thought the idea was he didn't know that much uh, about the Dharma Initiative. You know, Dharma Initiative certainly initially seemed very secretive, and mm-hmm. I assumed that they were just plunked down there and handed the orientation video and just left. You know, that was all they knew, you know. Mm-hmm. They didn't know Pierre Chang or, or anything else like that. And so I guess I figured that uh, – I, I didn't think they were doing – you know, I figured one person would would push the button and the other person could just go explore for however long. You know, I guess some reasonable length of time, mm-hmm. you know, maybe uh, half a day or something like that. Um, and uh, and and they were just trying, you know, uh, they they lost contact. You know, the darm the purge happens, and uh, and so they they just uh, they start exploring and trying to figure out uh, what's going on on the island. Uh, you know, just out of um, uh, necessity. Yeah, I That was I'm my impression, of, but it's uh based on the way they depict Rizinski here, uh that that doesn't seem right. To me, I mean, the Blaster map had one big question mark and it was in the middle, and that was the location of the pearl mm-hmm. which which sort of confirmed that, you know, they were watching people in all these different stations. Yes. Uh so to me maybe it was you know, the purge happens, Rizinski is is either in the Swan station or he you know, I, I feel like he's probably already in it. Mm-hmm. He, you know, um, he's probably not, you know, can't contact anybody because they're dead. Um, and for whatever reason, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to figure things out. Maybe he realizes that there's an extra component of the Dharma Initiative he didn't know about uh, centered around this Pearl Station, uh, which is sort of the center focus of the Blast Door map. So I, I think I think that's sort of where the mystery is, is, you know, he could have known about these other stations but not known about the Pearl. Yeah. You know, um yeah, the pearl was different. It does seem like the pearl should be something that not that many people know about because it kind of mm-hmm. it kind of ruins it if everyone knows there's this monitoring station. Yeah, where they write down what you do. Now, if the next episode of Rizinski's like I'm going down to the pearl, I'm going to be like, okay, well. Yeah, that'll be really weird. Then we'll have to wonder why you put that big question mark there. <sighs> I mean, I still don't quite understand why he did that, you know. Even if if he didn't know about it, why did he put a question mark there? You know, why did he think there was anything there? Well, he probably, yeah, he, from, he probably thought there was some connection. I, I mean, I don't know what evidence he had, but, but uh, I mean, he's got lines drawn to it and stuff like that. He's, you know, probably trying to figure out what's going on and, and realizing that these stations are connected in a certain way and seeing, you know, anomalies and whatever he's figuring out, and all oh, this must lead to something else here. So, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, there's obviously, we don't know what his motivation is. It's all speculation. Uh, yeah, very much so. Uh, based on what we see here, I mean, it's there's a huge gap to fill in mm-hmm. there. So it definitely tells us something. I mean, it definitely is clear that he wasn't, he wasn't just some... Um, he wasn't like Kelvin, you know. He was there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, he was deep into it. So, uh, so his perspective on Dharma was probably different. And this is weird, though. I mean, I, I want to believe that he was deep into it, but it seems like everyone was recruited. I mean, so you can only be so deep. I mean, I don't know if he was a founding Dharma member. 
or if he's just a recruit who they trusted to design the swan or something. Well, I just mean I just mean deep into it in that he was there since the seventies and he knew about yeah. the planning of the station itself, you know. He wasn't just completely in the dark about what was going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I I, I don't I agree. I definitely don't think that he is on the level of like Pierre Chang or even, you know, the bigger people like Hanzo or um Mm-hmm. Uh, the Groot or even Horace, you know. Yeah. I feel like he's like you know a level below them. Mm-hmm. You know, like up there because he's he's involved in serious projects, but not definitely not in the upper echelon. And I I do feel like he was probably recruited. I mean, I'm just I I'm not saying it that be, for I any think. particular reason, but I I do think that. I I also still believe he killed himself. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll see if we ever find that out. Yeah, it'd be nice. I I I'd be I'd be happy and surprised if it turned out that he didn't. But I, I do still think he that he they actually did kill himself. Uh, next one. Uh, yes. Hmm. <laughs> Where are we? Oh, okay. So uh, the next scene, we're back on the mini island. Um, Sun is sort of looking around, and uh, Alana comes and asks if she lost someone. Sun says, "No, I was traveling alone." Uh, Frank uh, gathers everyone around and uh, tries to uh, let them know the status of the situation. The radio is dead. He hasn't been able to call the situation in. Uh, but as soon as they figure out that they're not where they're supposed to be, that they're going to come looking for them, and so they just need to sort of stick together and wait. Uh, Caesar chimes in. He wants to know where they are, what the place, you know, what this place is. Frank says he doesn't know because the island isn't on any of his charts. Um, and you know, Caesar's really suspicious. There's some. He references some buildings on the island, animal cages, and this bigger island uh, a couple miles away. Um, and so while this is going on, uh, Frank tries to reassure him and says, we just need to gather some firewood and, uh, keep everyone, he's just trying to keep everyone safe. And, uh, Caesar sort of, uh, sort of rallies the troops a bit better, takes control, says he wants to go search the building, maybe they have radio food. Uh, Ben is sort of sneaking off at this point, uh, but not too fast for Sun to notice. Uh, and she sneaks off behind him. Not too fast for Frank to notice. Um, <laughs> and um, and then Frank kind of leaves and lets uh, Caesar sort of, you know, take control of the situation. Um, so we get a little montage here of Ben uh, going through the jungle and Sun following him. And then Sun loses him. Uh, and then Ben appears behind her and says, are you following me? Um, and then Sun asks where he's going, and Ben says, back to our island. You want to come? Awesome scene. Oh, Ben. Oh, Sun. Uh, oh, Frank. Did Sun really think she could, she could she could track Ben without, you know, like, like come on, Sun, this is, this is Ben here. <laughs> I really thought, honestly, I thought what was going to happen was it's the same thing of him appearing behind her, but I thought he was going to say something like, you know, if I'm going to let you follow me, we might as well just walk together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, 
Because of course, of course, Ben Ben is not stupid. Ben, right. This is the first time he tries to sneak off somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, I give Sun points for trying, though. She definitely gets points for trying. See, you know, Sun has those moments, and there's one coming up. Yeah. Where uh, <laughs> where she she gets ballsy and she takes control and she. Uh, you know, and it and it's always it's usually interesting. It's usually interesting. Yeah, yeah. She's she's on a mission, and uh, she's really going to try to take action here. She's not just going to sit around and hope something happens. Mm-hmm. So I sort of, I, sort of. <laughs> sort of. She's got a couple lines that are weird, but yeah. But she's yeah. She's 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 trying to find Jen. She's mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on here. So yeah, yeah. I mean, she doesn't really know what to do, but she wants to do something, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, the, the appearing behind thing is such a cliche at this point. Yeah. It's like, you know, I feel like the others teach you how to do that. That's just one of their things. I mean, all you have to really do is get far enough ahead of the person following you where they sort of can't see you. Yeah. And then quickly hide behind a tree and wait for them to pass you. Yeah. And then say, hey, why are you following me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple trick. It comes across like magic, but uh, yeah. it really is possible, kids. You you two can do this. The power of editing, you know, really helps. Yeah, it does. It makes it seem like magic. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that she wasn't really tracking him so much as she was just following him. So, right. You know, I think if she was, if she, you know, if, if this was, you know, John, uh, it would have been a bit different. Uh, he would have, you know saw the foot trails uh, circle around or whatever. Yeah. Whatever whatever Ben did, so. Yeah. We do we do find out here and of course more on this later, we do find out here that Ben was not in fact really injured on the uh flight. Um yes. And even, you know, even more than that, like he he throws off his little sling later. Um, or is uh-huh. it here? I don't even remember. I think it's in this scene he throws it off, and to me, I was wondering if that meant that the island healed his arm. <laughs> yeah. I, like I he was sort of healed by now. I was thinking it could go either way. Either the island healed it, or he was faking it for some reason. <laughs> I don't I don't see how he could have been faking it. It really, it really, uh, no, I agree. I, I, but with Ben, I always just suspect him of faking or lying, mm-hmm. you know. And when he when he took it off, it was just like, ha! I knew your arm wasn't hurt. But yeah, yeah, it's probably the island. <laughs> yeah, even though they're on the mini island. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 part of the island. So oh, is it? Yeah, I mean, Dom was on there. It's right there. Sure, I think I think it's part of the island. All right, it's in the barrier, so it counts. I think so. Yeah, All yeah. Right. I think I think it moved. It moved with the island. So, so it's in the barrier because it's in the barrier. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a part of the island. Um. All right. Next scene. So yeah, I think you're right. Yes. So next scene. Um, we've got Amy sort of sleeping in the hammock. Uh, Julia comes up and gets the <sighs> sub manifest, and uh, Amy wakes up and ha- you know sort of ask her what's going on, and Julia tells her she just came to get the sub-manifest, and um, 
CA Juliet asks if it was, if it's a if it's a full load. Um, Amy tells her that two of the recruits dropped out at the last minute, uh, and she wants Juliet to inform Pierre Chang, uh, who that's a name I you know. It's weird that he's around. Um, mm-hmm. He's just hanging about, not doing videos. Yeah. Um, so Juliet uh, sort of turns attention to the baby. She picks the baby up and asks if Amy and Horace had decided on a name. And uh, she said, yeah, um, we're going to name him Ethan. And that's when I vomited. Yeah. Uh, and then I think <laughs> Juliet wanted to also. <laughs> and she quickly puts the baby down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and Amy asks when uh, when. Uh, Jim and uh, Juliet are going to have their baby, and Juliet says she doesn't know. The timing's got to be right. And uh, if only she could explain how bad the timing is right now. (laughs) With two ex-lovers returning to the island. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Timing's not so good. I want to point out... Not to mention them being in the past. Not to mention them being in the past. I want to point out something uh, that, that, you know, it's the kind of thing that, you know, you have to say for you to realize it, but it's sort of obvious. The fact that, you know, uh, <laughs> Ethan was born the night before, you know, like Jack, Kate, and Hurley came back to the island. Like, that's weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. That is weird. I wanted to say a lot of things about what that means, but that wasn't one of them. Yeah, that's, wow, that is weird. You know, like you know, what happened? You know, the the you know the first day Ethan was sort of alive. You know, what was going on? Oh well, you know, these people who come to the who come to the island for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thirty years from now came back. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's really. Uh... I I guess I... that is the question. When did when what is. When did they first get to the island? Can you answer that question? When did who first get to the island? When did the Lofties first get to the island? What does that mean? I don't know. When did, exactly. When did they... I mean, it's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to say... Oh, God. Yeah. Depends on what you mean by that. Exactly. <laughs> It shouldn't I, be a hard question. That's where we are now. It is a hard question. It's yeah. You could say a lot of things. Oh God. So uh, uh, I wanted to um, I wanted to mention uh, that. Uh, oh God. Wait. What was I gonna say? Um, Okay, let me say my other things. Maybe I'll think of what I was just going to say. Uh the other things are uh this this means that uh if if Sawyer and Juliet hadn't saved Amy from the others, you know, there would be no Ethan. They they no in, a, in a sense they so, had a direct uh impact on Ethan's birth. They not only that, they had a direct impact on uh Claire's uh, ordeal because of Ethan. Uh, that's right. Everything else in uh, lot got shot by Ethan. That's because yeah. of them. Like yeah. all of that, all of that stuff is is yeah. directly related. Charlie to was that. hung up from a tree by Ethan. That guy Scott was killed by Ethan. Mm-hmm. Um, all that you know is <laughs> traceable to this uh, 
this this thing where they where they save Amy. The other thing that's kind of weird is that Horace is Ethan's dad. That's that's especially weird, and and I oh. I, I gotta wonder if Horace's last name is Rom. Like, where did this Rom mm-hmm. name come from? Yeah, like, that who, is his who, last name. Who is the Rom in this? Is it Amy Rom? Or Amy Rom. Rom? I didn't even think from? about that. Yeah, Horace's last name's Goodspeed. Mm-hmm. So he, he should be Ethan Goodspeed, but yeah, Unless he made ooh, that up or ooh, damn, damn. <laughs> See, these are the things we have to deal with. Fuck. I was gonna say I I I like slash dislike. I I guess I'm ambivalent about the fact that last week by sheer pro- simple process of elimination we were able to yeah. get it down to two characters, one of which was correct. <laughs> Who was the other one we thought? Desmond. Desmond, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Desmond or Ethan, and and we basically said if they want to make a bigger deal of it, they'll make it Desmond, and if they want to make a smaller deal of it, they'll make it Ethan. Yeah. And they went they went that way with this. Yeah, when she said Ethan, I it was like, oh, okay, good, we we figured that, but then I was like, holy crap, vomit. Yeah, it means a lot of things. It's still crazy, but it's sort of. You know, it's retroactively crazy. I mean, because Ethan is sort of dead in the show. I never thought we'd see so many babies on this show. Yeah, me so either. Many, so many young, ver- so many, and so many different versions of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's become a that's become I a think, running thing. I think we've seen almost half the characters as children, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we've seen a lot of them. We've seen a lot of people as children uh, or babies. It's really strange. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If they tell me that Aaron comes back to the island... (laughs) Oh, no. ...for some reason in the future, and he ends up going really far in the past, and he's Richard Alpert, I am done with this show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, you know, or something weird like I mean, I know that Aaron's blonde, but yeah, that's the first name, thing but... that came to mind. There's no way he could turn into Richard. Yeah, Albert. he's not. He's not Richard, but um, but I know some. Yeah, I, it, it, the way they, the way things have been going, it seems like some some baby's going to be Richard Alpert. Yeah, exactly. Or, or yeah, or some baby, or some other character, somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely all about the babies this season. Babies and relate, you know, mother relation. Everybody's related to everybody. Who's mm-hmm. whose mom? Who's whose dad? Who's whose mm-hmm. sister? Et cetera. It's, it's a it's a family drama masquerading as a as a sci-fi, you know, action thriller or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Really, that's what it comes down to. It's really weird. Yeah, there's a lot of weird. There's a lot of strangeness here. Because yeah, we you know Miles might be Pierre Chang's baby, and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I mean obviously we had the Faraday thing, and we got young Charlotte hanging around. <laughs> I mean that's all it's gonna take is is Miles hearing that Pierre. I mean if, if the name is the same, mm-hmm. uh, is hearing that the his baby's name is Miles. Yeah, and he's gonna be like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then the baby's going to be like, you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a baby. I'm a baby, and I know this is crazy. <laughs> wow. This is a scary baby. <laughs> very, very bra- savvy. You think you you think this is crazy for you? My brain's not even fully developed yet. <laughs> I can barely process this. 
I'm thinking about all this in terms of Goo Goo Gaga. <laughs> this is hard for me. I'm a baby. <sighs> yeah. Oh, babies. I know. I know. How could they really be like that? <laughs> then, then, then babies would be interesting and scary. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely that. Uh, I, I hope that I hope that Zoya and Juliet don't actually have a baby. I I I I also hope that the Kate's not. Pre- I hope we're not getting like new babies from the main cast. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, at some point, relatively soon, we should be getting to the point where you can't have a baby on the island. That's true. Yeah. And I got to tell you, you know, if one of them turns out to be pregnant, and if that's the predication for them to. Uh, you know, get out of that time period, or get off the island. That'll be weird. That will be weird. Could it? Could it be the case that the incident causes that um, effect? Oh, I'm sure it could be. All right. The incident was apparently tied to electromagnetism and and all that. So, well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, I think that could be that could be it. Yeah, it definitely isn't going on yet. So. Um, it kind of seemed like that was an other's problem, but, uh, <laughs> uh that's an OP, that's an OP. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a DP. Not a DP. No, no, no. Um, yeah, well, okay. So I guess so, DP's, uh, Dharma's not down with OPP. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Other people's problems? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I said that. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That's, guess, I'm, uh, guess I'm dating myself. A little bit, but that's, that's the best part. You can't beat a really, really <laughs> dated... <laughs> Reference like that. Yeah, right? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so again, uh, yeah, every other scene is, is vomit inducing, I think, just in terms of having to deal with, you know, it's like yeah. a gut punch, like having to deal with these situations. Yeah. You know, Juliet rocking little baby Ethan would just, you know, I mean, yeah. for her to have, have dealt with him and to have seen all the stuff that we haven't Not seen. Not only that, she delivered him. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I know, I just realized that. Yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> she delivered him. Oh that's what's God. funny because, like, you know, oh y- years ago in terms of Juliet's timeline... <laughs> You know, if she's in some argument with Ethan, she'd be like, shut up, I delivered you, you know. <laughs> I brought you into this world and I can take you out. But but she hasn't done it yet, which is the the worst part. Right, yeah. yeah it's, she has, but not really. She has, but she has She's going to do it, but she already did it. Yeah, that's just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing this. But I do have to hand it to Carlton and Damon and the, the, the uh, you know, loss in general is mm-hmm. being in season one, being in season two, being in season three, 
Hell, being in season four, <laughs> you just you, you never would have saw this stuff coming. You never would have saw yeah. the Losties were so a part of the history of the island like this. Right. Uh, you know, everyone had their ideas of where the show was going to go, and and I think they did a they surprised everybody. I don't know anyone who was like, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I knew Juliet delivered Ethan, and I, you know, like all that yeah. stuff. You know, I don't. I think everyone was surprised, which is I think that's hard to do is is to it is write something interesting, and uh, and that sort of makes sense. Uh, yeah, in a certain sense, and. Um, and it'd be, you know, not what people thought. It's not purgatory, guys. It's not purgatory. <laughs> oh, no, it's really not. <laughs> uh, I, I agree. Even season four, which I thought was as crazy as it could possibly get at the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, just doesn't even compare to this season. Like, season four seems so normal compared to this season. You know, it was, it was I mean, God, there, there wasn't, there wasn't nearly the amount of insanity. Yeah, totally. And, and it was already kind of going there. It's already kind of getting crazy, but it was still pretty pretty grounded, you know. And now it's just like they're just they're they're going into these this this island history and all these things that we've heard about over time, and 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 we're learning things that are just uh, uh, completely. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're, they're the kind of things that you could you could go tell us in the past and just uh, would 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 wouldn't sound um, even remotely plausible. Oh no way! They Jen would... Jen roughed up Rosinski. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he wanted to find a plane that that the that the Lost came back on in 1977. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not buying that one. No, I'm not buying no. that one. If someone actually wrote that down, it would be it would be amazing. But it it would be like the, you you shouldn't be saying that because there's no reason for you to think that would happen. Like it's mm-hmm. just some blind luck that you were right. But like there was no indication that the show was going to take this direction. That they were going to be so heavily linked into these 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 things in the past. Um, and and the scene that comes up later uh, with the picture. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, potentially they could have seen that, you know, oh, yeah. at, at any point, you know, if they'd gone into that building, yeah, you know, they could have gone in and seen themselves. Well, and, I mean, can I, can I point out the obvious of Ben and those guys having seen yeah, that? Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They should have seen that at least because they were, they were definitely over there. Juliet um, didn't see that all the time she lived in the in Elton. She never she never said, "Hey, let me look at the old Dharma picture." Why? I mean, why mm-hmm. are those pictures even still up though? Well, is that maybe a room they never took over? They just yeah. Let it... I mean that that's we should probably talk about it later. But that was the uh, that was the processing center. Yeah, and uh, I did get the sense that maybe we're supposed to think that, but there's there's a lot of confusing things about the processing center versus the barracks versus the docks, and how many docks there are and where they are, and where they are in yeah, relation I, to the other things, and where the barracks are in relation to the registration center, and where the it's well, yeah, I mean we we, we can talk about all that. The docks do come back, you know, the Paula Ferry and the docks come back up. Um, yeah. Uh, 
in turn in the the whole thing with the sub and you know mm-hmm. how, how how quick is it to get to the beach from the barracks you know yeah there was um, yeah the, the, the geography is really confusing and so anyway it's either the case that it's some kind of error or or we're supposed to think that uh that that that's like a separate thing that they that they never use. They just kind of abandoned, left abandoned. The processing center. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the arrow. You know, the arrow was just sort of nothing after Dharma. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know. But the processing center is at the barracks, though. That's well, <laughs> see that that's the part that's confusing. It it does seem like it is. On the other hand, you know. Uh, it also seems like uh, maybe it's maybe it's separate, or it's like uh, on the periphery or something like that. You know. Well, don't don't you see them at the processing center in the middle of the barracks? Like like the scene when uh, when they're about to get processed. Like I think uh, is it maybe before Saeed comes? I don't remember. There was that one scene where they're all outside and Saeed comes in. I don't remember if that was before or after, but um, you see them waiting in line at the processing center. It's pretty – I thought it was pretty obvious it was at the barracks. I thought it was at the barracks too. Um, And, yeah, I guess we're supposed to think that it was. But I I do kind of feel like that that building was not – you know, it wasn't a it wasn't a place to live. You know, it wasn't yeah, a house. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with explaining it. This is the fact they had no use for that building, so they they just sort of never went in there. Uh, it wasn't an office. You know, like they probably took whatever they needed out of there and never had to go back into it. You know? Right. That's that's a reasonable explanation, but I think it's pretty clear that it was at the you know it was at the uh, the barracks. I mean, otherwise, they'd have to, you know, we'd have to see Sawyer drive them to one place and then drive them to the barracks or something, mm-hmm. or, or to see the, you know, and I, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm 99. 100% sure. <laughs> Is that 99.1 or? <laughs> that's that's me realizing in the middle that I'm 100% sure. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I was gonna say ninety nine point nine, then I realized no, I'm sure this, you're just gonna go all in. Thing. Yeah, it's the barracks. Boom. Okay, well there's still there's still some issues, but uh, we can. There's issues with other things up. regarding that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like. I pretty much agree that it's the barracks, but it's it's still. I still think there's some weirdness with how the how the uh, buildings are supposed to be laid out in relation to the water and the docks. I think that I think that's where the weirdness is. Is the docks. In relation to the barracks, yeah, um, and I think a lot of that has to do with production. Mm, yeah, because I mean, if we go back to what season two, no, three, uh, when we see the big shot of where where O Town is, three, it looks landlocked. Yeah, it definitely looks landlocked. Yeah. That was the whole impact of the shot. It was like all jungle around them and this mm-hmm. enclave of houses in the middle. That was, you know, that really made it work. Because it didn't look like beach houses, you know, mm-hmm. but, which I think might have looked a little more normal. 
So yeah, no, that 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 initial shot, I think that's definitely off. But even you know, even uh, even without that, uh, some of the depictions later uh, are kind of confusing. I agree that it's probably just a production thing. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it, it has a similar appearance to the barracks. It definitely, it definitely looks like it's supposed to be part of the barracks. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Okay. So the next scene, we're back at the North point, uh, with Jack, Kate and Hurley. Uh, they're waiting for Surrey to get back. Uh, so Kate asks, Kate is talking to Jack. She says, you know, so the woman who told you to come back, did she mention it maybe 30 years ago? And of course she didn't. Um, and then, you know, Kate kind of wonders what they're supposed to do now, but uh, it doesn't matter because Sawyer's here to tell them what they're going to do now. Um, so Sawyer tells them that they're going to be, uh, they're going to pose as recruits coming off of the sub. Uh, there's not much time. Um he gives them all new clothes to wear. I guess they old clothes to wear mm-hmm. uh, since we're in the seventies. Um, and um, and it basically explains that um, that nobody um, that people are knocked out before they take the trip over to the island, so no one meets each other until they're processed. So it's easy for them to infiltrate uh, as a recruit. Uh, he lets them know that Jen's going to try to find a plane. Uh, but they have about 10 minutes uh, for the intake or else they're going to have to sort of stay outside of the Dharma camp uh, for who knows how long. Uh, so Jack uh, Jack asks Kate what she thinks, and she thinks they should listen to Sawyer, and Harley does not not want to camp. So uh, they go with Sawyer's plan. Nice. All right. Um, yeah. Well done, guys. Well done. I loved uh, when Kate was like, I think we should listen to Sawyer. Uh, <laughs> I, I liked her reaction to, to that and her how she delivers that line, and it's very sens- sensible to, to say that. And to <laughs> He's been here for three years. He's the head of Dharma Security. <laughs> uh, we just got here. We're 30 years in the past. We have no idea what's going on. I think we should listen to Sawyer. <laughs> I loved it. It was, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. And kudos to Jack for uh, actually asking, uh, you know, what <laughs> other people think and taking other people's lead. I think that's big of him to do. It is. It is. Um, what else you got for this scene? Uh, I don't think I have anything else. Oh, here's what I got. Okay, good. Uh, so he says, you know, the the woman that they're referring to is, of course, obviously uh, Miss Clue. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. guess that just sounds like a crazy animatic name. Um, the woman that Kay's referring to uh, is, uh, is, is Faraday's mom, uh, Miss Hawking. And um, one of the things Jack could have what? said. What? I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. What are you talking about? In this scene, when at the beginning, when Kate says, "So the woman who told you how to come back, did she mention it was thirty years oh, ago?" Oh yeah, okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I forgot they even said that. Okay, good. Yeah, continue, please. Um, sorry. Yeah. So one of the things Jack could have said, which I'm pretty sure he was there for, 
was when she said, you know, it's going to have random outcomes mm-hmm. uh, or, or the outcome was unpredictable, whatever her phrasing was. Uh, that could have sort of been an appeasing answer, I think, uh, or at least to help explain why they're 30 years in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he is literally correct. She didn't. She didn't say they'd be going into the past. So, yeah. You know, can't say he's not telling the truth. But uh, yeah, he could be more reassuring, I guess. And it's so, gonna be weird. It's gonna be bad for Kate to be like, you know, damn, I thought I was going back to the island. I didn't know it was gonna be 30 years ago. <laughs> like that got that might have changed her uh, mm-hmm. decision making process. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I didn't come along for all this. Yeah, I, I. So I, I guess uh, we're supposed to assume that um, that uh, that Jack has filled Kate in on at least some of what happened that you know that she wasn't there for. I are we supposed to assume that? Well, she starts the sentence by saying the woman that you talked to. I mean. You know, well, she, she must have some idea what she's talking about. Well, I I agree with you. I'm just saying I do, I don't know how much we can infer that Jack told her besides a woman told us how to get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what I'm saying. I I I would agree that maybe Jack filled her in on the whole ordeal, uh, but I don't know. You know. Maybe well, didn't it. I I mean I'm just saying they had some kind of conversation about it. Uh you yeah. know, however detailed detailed enough for her to say that statement, which I agree doesn't have to include very much. He could just say what you just said. Uh because they I mean, they already knew Kate already knew somebody, you know, told them how to get back, you know, like and told them how they had it they had to get back and all that stuff, so But it would be interesting to She know didn't know it was a if, woman though. Yeah, she didn't know it was a woman. Uh, so I'm but, pretty but sure... But it's interesting to see how much of that conversation they actually had. Yeah, I don't think we will. And hey, I mean, Hurley's there. Nobody seemed to talk to Hurley and say, how did you know to get here? And you know, Yeah. Hurley, Hurley could have been like, what woman? What woman told you guys to come back? That's, you know, like, that's still that's up a in question, the air. Yeah, that's a question that hasn't been answered. That's still something we have to deal with. Uh it's sort of been forgotten because there's an, there's another mountain of crazy on top of it, but yeah. those those issues of what Saeed and Hurley and Kate and Ben uh, were up to uh, on on you know in that time right before the flight is still all up in the air. Mm-hmm. And you know Hurley, when Jack asked him how he knew he was there, he just said, you know, I'm here. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Just one of those things. So. Presumably at some point we'll find out, but they're just they're just kicking that to the side for now and just pushing forward with this, and then we'll find out later, I guess. Which is pretty weird. I guess they I guess what they've kind of done is created uh, created space for flashbacks. Yeah, it's not interesting. Yeah, just leave leave gaps, and then and then they can and they can go to those later. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So uh, we definitely have no idea why Hurley thought that, uh, what he knows about, you know, why the rest of them are there. So, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Um, anything else? Um, no. I think that's it. 
All right. Uh, the next scene here, we're back at the flame station. Um, Brzezinski tells Jim that he just heard back from the looking glass to the last station to check in, and they haven't heard about any plane, only that uh, only the incoming sub. And he tells him he should go home and he'll call if something happens. Uh, but then, of course, before he can leave, the beeping starts. Uh, plot device. Uh oh. <laughs> plot device alert. <laughs> um, uh, you got it's kind of the it's kind of again like in the the scene in the Matrix with Neo and the Oracle. It's, it's like if if Rizinski didn't tell Jin to go home, would the alarm have mm-hmm. started beeping right then? <laughs> Gotta wonder, gotta wonder. Definitely, um, yeah. So, I guess I like that scene. I keep bringing it up. Um, Apparently. Yeah. Uh, so, the alarm starts beeping. Rosinski checks it out. He says in grid 325, there's a motion sensor alarm that was tripped, and uh, there's a hostile inside the perimeter. Jin uh, reacts. Oh, no. Jin reacts like he does and uh and and, and runs out towards the uh that area with Rosinski calling uh for him, uh asking where he's going. Um so Jin goes out uh to the jungle and he sees a guy who looks like a hostile and oh Uh-oh. no, it's Saeed. What? Yeah, vomit, exactly. <laughs> uh <laughs> Tell you, man, you gotta have a bucket next to you with this episode. <laughs> this one's uh, uh, this one's gonna gonna require. This is gonna be a good three bucket episode. This, this is three buckets at least. Um, and you're like, I didn't even eat this much food. <laughs> All right, too far, too far. Uh, that was pretty so... far. <laughs> it's like drawing new vomit out of you from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. And grow. Um, yeah, all the above. Yeah. Uh, so Jin and Saeed have a moment of realization that holy crap, uh, you're alive, you're alive, blah blah blah. Considering, okay, we'll talk about it. Um, and uh, then uh, what's his name? Brzezinski comes comes into the picture, and then Jin holds the gun up to Saeed and tells, uh, makes him get on his knees and tells him to. Uh, Shut up and not say another word, or he's dead. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is he going to kill Saeed? (laughs) So what's interesting about this scene, um, it's that scene, you know, we've seen this this situation before where, you know, the one guy has to pretend like the other guy that his friend is a bad guy to to get him out of the the situation. And what's, what's interesting is, you know, uh, they didn't play the scene where uh, on the on the on the tip of of Saeed really thinking. You know, they didn't make it seem like Jin didn't rem- didn't know who Saeed was or was or you know that's a question we have to wonder. You know, if they would have picked the scene up on if we had followed Rosinski in this uh, mm-hmm. sequence, and you know we're tracking Rosinski and he sees Jin pointing a gun at Saeed. Right. And then like and then Jin does what he does and, and we would have to wonder, oh no, like you know, yeah, is Jin pretending or what you know, what's going on here, what's going on here? But the way they play it, we know what's going on here. Because yeah. we see them realize each other and he's only doing this because we're acting to Rosinski and So it's cool that it's this cliche scene we've seen before or whatever. 
but uh, but they don't have to make us wonder, like, you know, what's going on or, or, or how much Jin is, you know, playing. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, Saeed is a little like, what's going on? But, but you know, if anybody knows to uh, play it cool, I think it's Saeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good at that. He's a cool cucumber. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not torturing people. That's right. Maybe even when he is. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. He's definitely a cucumber. Cucumber. <laughs> Are you saying Saeed is a dick? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like that's what you were saying. <laughs> He's a big cucumber. <laughs> He's torturing people. All right. It just seems that. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to make it any more specific than that. <laughs> Leave that to me. Exactly. Um... Um, so what else in this scene? Uh, yeah, so we last uh, last episode, uh, you all remember those of you who made it to the end that we speculated about what ha- would happen to Saeed, and I think the thing I came up with was he'll go with he'll you know get picked up by the other somehow, mm-hmm. and uh, that was wrong. Uh, <laughs> so you know there you go, add that to the list. Uh, uh, but the thing, the thing, I don't think we even brought up, you know, that he, that uh, that somehow they would think he was uh, hostile and, and capture mm-hmm. him. I didn't. That never even occurred to me as a possibility. And well, now it seems obvious. But what's interesting is the fact that he is handcuffed. <laughs> that that should make Rosinski question something. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was wondering. Like, are we supposed to think that he thinks Jin handcuffed him? Like, do they? <laughs> do they? <laughs> I guess maybe Rosinski is. Did, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what we're supposed to think about that. And maybe Rosinski is just not. You know, he 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 he's sort of aware of the fact that Saeed is handcuffed, and which is you know maybe what he would want to do anyway. So he doesn't really consider how he got handcuffed or, or anything like that. Um, yeah. I don't think. I honestly don't think Jen had handcuffs on him. Uh, but maybe we'll find out that the security guys do keep handcuffs, mm-hmm. uh, which is a plausible thing to do. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree, like if Radzinski had found him and he had handcuffs on, that would definitely be mm-hmm. a red flag as far as him being hostile. Like why would he just walk around with handcuffs on? That wouldn't yeah. make any sense at all. Um, uh, is, there's a couple things I want to question. I guess I thought that we'd get more with Saeed and what happened to him when he woke up, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I envisioned just, just more more with him, and we sort of don't see what happened to him before this. We, we're on the outside where he just appears and we go find him. Yeah. So. Um, Gat, Kate, and Hurley all woke up in the middle of the jungle. I'm assuming Saeed did too. yeah. Yeah, uh, he just happens to be. I don't know where he's. I guess he's headed towards the beach. I mean, that's the place to go. But yeah, you know, if you're if you're lost on the island, you need a place to go. You go to the beach. Head to the beach. Uh, yeah. He, 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 it's weird that he's that this close to the flame. I don't know if he realizes that. I feel like he could, um, but being sort of turned around on the island, I don't. I don't know if he knows the island that well. Right. You know, he's probably trying to get his bearings at the very least. But yeah. 
Um, so it's weird that he was that close to the flame, just kind of hanging around. Uh, and so here's the other thing I want to talk about is he apparently tripped some sort of motion sensor. Right. Like what? When, <laughs> when it, when, <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull a, I'll pull a, uh, a Hurley. Uh, what? <laughs> you then, what, what's wrong with the motion sensor? You uh, don't think they should be there, or? Uh, I'm just curious why, since when? Since when? Is this, is this, this is a different thing than the, than the sonic fence, right? It's yeah. Not like he, he came through the sonic fence that was on, like, you know, low mode or something. And no, just, I mean, they're out by the flame. I think that's a ways away from the barracks. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I don't think the sonic fence is even an issue. They When they originally went to the flame, they definitely didn't go through the sonic fence. So, here's a question, Mike. When when all these guys, when Saeed and, and all these guys went to the flame the, the first time, years from now, <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Um... <laughs> Um. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> did they not trip a alarm then? Well, you know, uh, he does start shooting at. It did just kind of seem like he heard them or saw them or something. But he does kind of start shooting at them pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh, from inside there. So maybe okay. we're supposed to believe that they actually did trip the sensor and he knew they were coming. All right. Well, there's that answer. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Uh, I agree that it hasn't been clearly established that there's motion sensors outside the flame. Mm-hmm. Um, or that motion sensors are really a part of this world at all. Yeah, but, I mean, aren't there animals on the island? I mean, how, yeah. how, how calibrated are these sensors to where you're going to know it's, it's a human or a hostile? Versus, yeah. I don't know, a boar, yeah. a, a hurly bird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he immediately assumes it's a hostile, and obviously, obviously it's not you know that good because it's Saeed. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't it doesn't know he didn't how do to do a, a philosophical uh, ideology uh, scanner that knows <laughs> your your mental affiliation with a particular group of people. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that good. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I you're think, right. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, they're working on that that technology. It's not, it's not, it's not ready yet. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's good. It is weird though that he assumes it's a. He didn't say like you know the motion sensor, the motion sensor alarm was tripped. We've got activity in this this area. It's, yeah, we've got a hostile. Yeah, I mean, couldn't it just be? Oh, you already said that. Let me just repeat your point. Couldn't it just okay. be a four or like, you know, a, a Hurley bird? Oh, deja vu. Um, well, interesting you mentioned that, Claude. I mean, Justin. Uh, yeah. it, was a, it was such a good point. It had to be said twice. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'll buy that. I, I came to the same conclusion and kind of forgot that you had just said that. <laughs> I want to say you didn't influence me, but you probably did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you'd win that, uh, win that debate. Uh, yeah, that, that's – I didn't even – I was just – I just went with it. As usual, I mean, I'm just the guy along for the ride. I don't – I just accept whatever bullshit they throw at me. But, uh, yeah, that's that's why you're here. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think you need both. I think you need both. Uh 
both sides of uh, you know of, of how to watch a show like this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Uh, yeah. So I sometimes I get hung up on details, but usually it's just on. Uh, usually it's just on continuity. I just, you know, what they've shown in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times I get hung up on stuff like that. But just logistics and, you know, how that would actually work. And, like, that didn't even enter my mind. It's just like, yeah, it's a motion sensor. There's, who's who's there? That's all I care about at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it could just be them illustrating that uh, Rodzinski's very actionary. He just, you know, he makes assumptions. Uh, it could have been an animal for all intents and purposes. He just mm-hmm. assumed it was a hostile. And, of course, for the drama of the scene, it, 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 it you know, it, it works for them to say, oh, here's a hostile, and then to go into sort of a yeah. to get one. And it's not really one, but then he ends up sort of having to be one. I mean, it works, but it's just, you know, when you think about it, it just, it's a little weird. I really wonder how many scenes there, because I feel like there's a lot. I wonder how many scenes there are with, where you you hear someone like, you know, hidden behind some bushes or whatever, uh, and you know, it's who's it going to be, and then you see them. Like they, I I feel like they've done that a lot. They've done that all the time. Like yeah, that's, they do that a lot. Yeah, sometimes it's Vincent, sometimes it's a polar bear, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just Jack. You never <laughs> know what you're going to get. You never know. <laughs> It could be any number of things, but yeah, I just that's that's one of their favorite tricks. Just kind of use the plant life to hide someone, mm-hmm. and then you can hear them coming, but not see them and and surprise I, who with who they are. I think the show is really lucky that you know plants aren't see through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if for whatever reason you know plants were just like transparent, you know, or translucent, yeah. and just. It wouldn't work as well, you know. Right. Uh, the mystery wouldn't be there when you can see Vincent. Uh, you can just see him, like, walking, you know. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Thank you, thank you, Mother Nature, for allowing drama to take place. <laughs> allowing a contrived suspense to happen on our favorite show. You're welcome. <laughs> That was Mother Nature. Thank you. I was enjoying that for a second there. Yeah, a little bit of Ben. A little bit. Uh, next scene? Yeah. Um, so what is the next scene? Good question. Okay, I think I know. Do you know, audience? <laughs> 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 Raise your hand if you know what the next scene is. <clears throat> Not you, son. <laughs> son always knows. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the next scene, uh, we've got um, uh, Sawyer is driving uh, Jack, Kate, and Hurley uh, back to Dharma to be initiated. Um, and so they're all talking. Uh, Hurley asks, it's, you know, it's 1977. Uh, you guys are all part of the Dharma Initiative, and he, you know, he brings up the purge and the fact that you know he saw where the bodies got dumped. Uh, he he asked Sawyer, why don't you tell them about it and warn them? And Sawyer says he's, you know, he's not here to do that. He's not here to play Nostradamus. Um, <laughs> oh Sawyer, you know, 
you, you, you can take the con man off the beach. <laughs> but you, you, you can't take the nicknames out of the con man. Uh, or the sarcasm or whatever out of the con man. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, besides... Um, Dan, Dan apparently has theories about what you can and can't do, and uh, so Jack, uh, Jack chimes in and says, you know, it's Friday here, and Sawyer says not anymore. <clears throat> so, do 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 do. Now I lost my place. Yay. Um, okay, so yeah, so then uh, the next part is they actually get to back to the barracks. Uh, Sawyer's giving them last minute instructions. He tells them that Juliet has their name on the list, so they just need to get there and watch the uh, the video and then wait for their name to be called. And then they'll be given their assignments um, and to remember to act a little doped up because uh, they were, you know, supposed to be drugged on the sub. Uh, Hurley asks, you know, what if they start asking questions they can't answer, like who's the president of that year? And then Sawyer says, it's not a game show. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that line. Uh, and um, and that he's got their backs. Um, then Miles shows up and asks Sawyer where he's been, and the course, of course, he's uh, the new arrivals, and you know is figuring out what's going on. Sawyer tells Miles he'll explain everything uh, later, and Miles tells him there's a 14J at the flame. Uh, and then. Uh, so Sawyer calls into Jen, who's down in the flame with the 14J, and he basically explains that uh, they found a hostile, but the hostile is actually dun dun dun, Saeed. Ah! I know. Um, I already knew that, but I'm still blown away. I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So that was it. All right. Good stuff. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sawyer. Yeah. Never, you know, that guy. Never, never, never got tired of him. Yeah, I love the line when he, when he, when, when Harley's like, you know, what if they start asking us questions? Like, who's the president in 1977? He's like, it's not a damn game show, you know. <laughs> oh, I just love that. It's not a damn game show. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you're right. It's not. They won't be asking you questions like the lightning round. <laughs> oh, welcome to Dharma. By the way, what major events happened this year? I kind of felt like they should know who the president was in 1977, though. I, you know what? Honestly, I feel bad about this. I don't know. I mean, I would, I could guess. Okay, uh, but I, I don't I don't know for certain. I would I would what my guess immediate be? guess would be Nixon. That would be my immediate oh. guess. But I think he was probably a little earlier than this. Yeah, Watergate. I think seventy-seven, seventy. I want to say seventy-three. Okay, uh, next guess is Carter. Carter is correct. Okay. Okay. I yeah. think Nixon in seventies for me comes first, but but I was thinking you know seventy-seven was a little bit later, but uh, so yeah. Carter. Okay. Yeah, it was uh it was it was Nixon and then Ford and then Carter. Ford? Yeah, Gerald Ford. Oh, he, he's the guy who took over when Nixon uh stepped Stuff down right. after Watergate. He was the VP. Did he serve a full term? 
I think I think he served close to a full term. Okay. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think so. So, so Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush. Reagan, yeah, Reagan, Alder, Bush. Okay. Yeah. The rest I got. <laughs> yeah, it gets easy at a certain point. I guess <laughs> it gets easy when I was alive. Right. <laughs> I guess I just I knew I knew Reagan was eighty. And mm-hmm. I knew that Carter was before him, and and so the election must have been in '76, and so if it's '77, then it has to be Carter. Yeah, honestly, I think I would not be surprised if Jack knew. Uh, I would not be surprised if Kate could guess. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Hurley could guess. But mm-hmm. I, you know, but uh, anyway, but yeah, I I I, I, I like his delivery of that line and the line itself. It's I definitely not a damn game show. Yeah. I definitely got his point, though. I mean, even if that thing is something that, you know, maybe maybe they'd be more likely to know, there's other more obscure facts that mm-hmm. would be hard to come up with. Those hot pants, how do you like those? <laughs> what do you think about those hot pants? How do you answer that? <laughs> I don't know. I think hot pants were probably way before this anyway, but... Hot pants? What about them? What do you have to say? <laughs> <clears throat> hot pants, comment. Hot pants, please. The topic on everyone's mind is hot pants. <laughs> please comment. <laughs> and whatever they say will somehow indicate that they're not from that time. Exactly. Yeah, they'll say something like, you know, well, they're just Daisy Dukes, right? And they'll be like, no, you're from the future. You're going to get shot. <laughs> no, I'm not from the future would say that about hot pants. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, no, I like that. So here's the, here's the, here's the mystery, I guess, is, uh, what happened to, uh, what happened to Dan? Well, I think what we're going to find out is Dan got, uh, caught up and, and probably, you know, um, obsessed with what's going on at the Orchid and the building of that, um, and I I think somehow, I mean, I don't know if he specifically turned the wheel, but I, I think that's how he left, is something to do with the orchid and the build, and the creation of that. He could have taken the sub and left, I guess. The sub comes like a bus stop, you know, like like all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, except when you don't need it to come for six months. Right. <laughs> uh, before it comes every two weeks, and now it won't be back for six months. Oh, right. Yeah. New recruits won't be there for six months. Not there you that go. the sub won't be back, so mm-hmm. excuse mm-hmm. me the show. Um So yeah, I, I I think he you know, my my working theory is, you know, he left the island, which is you know, confirmed by Sawyer, yay me. Uh and uh and he went and he's the clever guy who builds the uh the pendulum down at um in, in Los Angeles, right now. Wait, I, wait, what was that? The the, the, the lamppost. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's a word you want to say all the time. I knew it was something really clunky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the lamp it's post. clunky. Yeah, the lamppost. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I want to say like the deck chair. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> really. Uh, really. Solid words. Um, uh, 
So I okay, so you think he you know, he like went down to the orchid, the donkey wheel or something, and and then ended up going back in time to become the clever fellow. Well, he doesn't have to really go back in time, I don't think, because um, they're already in '77. So. Well, he does because the clever fellow was the reason they found the island, and in the time he's in, they've already found the island, so they've already the clever fellow's already done his work. Oh, that's the reason Dama found the island. Yeah. Yeah, that was oh, the that's whole thing. weird. That was yeah. The clever fellow oh, helped him about that. find the island. Maybe so. she's lying. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Uh. So okay. So he'd have to go back in time and yeah. then go to Los Angeles. Yeah, that's weird. That's even weirder than before. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I thought it was, but I thought it was built in. Okay, yeah, no, it has to has to be built before they find it. Yeah, it was built. It should be. I mean, I don't know. I guess they could do something crazy, but hmm. you know, if they throw in some extra time travel, I, I guess they could say actually it was built after they found the island. But you know, I don't know. Uh, if you know, if he turns the wheel, he can. I mean, that's there's no problem with him going back in time or forward or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. Uh, Although he's gonna wake up in Tunisia, that's gonna be yeah, yeah, that's is. gonna be fun. Um, unless the exit has changed over time, oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's possible. Um, but here's the thing. Um, I wonder if his turning the wheel or whatever makes him leave will be related to the incident. Mm. I think for drama reasons it might be. I don't think so though, because I don't think the incident's happened yet. Well, yeah, I agree. But it could happen soon, right? But he's already left. I mean, at this point, he's already gone. Oh, what am I saying then? <laughs> I don't know. What are you so, saying? So he leaves, <laughs> then he comes back, then the incident <laughs> happens, which makes him leave again. Okay. So there's my airtight theory. <laughs> Okay. Dan, Dan's been on the island three times. He wins. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so maybe not then. Hmm. You got it. Yeah, hmm. no, I don't think so. Uh, they didn't give us really anything to go on. And this is one of those moments where I wonder if there was any more to the conversation. If he just goes, not, you know, what does he actually say? Uh, no, I, he's not here anymore. Yeah, is that what he just says? He's not here anymore. Yeah, um, he says. Uh, did you say? Did you say Faraday? He's here, and so he says not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. And it was at the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, or did he actually? They kind of cut. They kind of cut. I think to the next scene. Yeah, they cut to the next scene, and I just wonder if he told if he told them or if he just left it at that, and they all moved on. Like uh, you know, oh, they all moved on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all moved on. I mean, I think Jack was probably interested in talking to him since you know his mother just got them there, um, mm-hmm. and since he's not there anymore. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's a valid question to be like, did, was there any more of that conversation? But given the situation, I don't. You know, I guess I, guess I feel like they didn't, they didn't give us more because they're going to tell us later what happened. Yeah, totally. totally. And they don't want to give it away. But I just wonder if we're supposed to believe that he told them 
Oh, we're supposed to believe he left it as vague as that. I I don't think he told him. Because okay. I'm sure whatever happened was probably crazy, and it would have led to more conversations, and they probably would have still been talking about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, presumably he he had to go tell Charlotte. (laughs) Why am I calling her Charlotte? (laughs) I thought you were going to say Charlie, and I'm like, wait a minute. He's not in this, is he? What am I missing? Uh, Wow. That doesn't sound good at all. Uh, Hey, maybe maybe that's that's (laughs) part of my, my, my convoluted reason why he comes back to the island five times. Uh, is is he leaves he leaves the first time because he doesn't want to tell Charlotte. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. He doesn't want to tell Charlotte. Um, uh, he doesn't want to tell her what he has to tell her. So he he leaves the island, but he's got to tell her that. So fate brings him back. Right. And then he leaves again during the incident. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps leaving. Love that. <laughs> well, then he comes back because he forgot his jacket oh, and he no. leaves again. Because <laughs> <sighs> like, yeah. you can't you can't buy those 1970 windbreakers anymore. I'm telling you, <laughs> they just they don't make them like they used to. Mm-hmm. It was worth the trip back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point. Uh. Uh, presumably we will see him again, though, which does make it seem like he'll come back. You know, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine that's the final word no. on him. You know, it is weird that he's gone, though. I really thought we, I really thought that they just didn't cover him in the in the last episode because they didn't want to get into all that and wanted yeah. to focus on other stuff. Um, I really didn't think he was actually gone. Well, it's been three years, and I guess, uh, you know, he, he he didn't stay around that long. So. Yeah, I mean, we do know that he was there initially, so yeah. at some point, you know, something happened. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. What else happened in this scene? Maybe I should look. So the next part is when they actually get to back to the barracks. Oh, yeah. And they're, uh, they're getting their last-minute instructions before they, they get to initiation or... Recruitment or whatever. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and then Jen tells them they have Saeed. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, that's all I got. What, anything else? I don't know. <clears throat> uh, nope. Okay. Uh, 14J. 14J. It's an interesting designation for a hostile, you know, invasion or whatever the code is for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was a code that happened um, previously. Uh, when was that? I think I think it was when. I think oh, it was. Wait, when, is this what you're talking about? Mm. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at Lostpedia here. Oh. Yeah, they'll probably have more, better detail. I think it was when Kimi got Alex, and... She says... The early warning system, presumably created by Dharma, 
One, the residents of the barracks via an automated telephone call that consists of a woman voice repeating code 14J. Mm-hmm. The system is activated when a panic code is entered to disengage the sonar fence. Yeah. When was that? That was when Kimi got Alex. Oh, okay. okay. They had her turn off the thing, but she also entered the panic code, and then right. it called Locke's house, That's which right. was Ben's house, and um, and then he uh, he went over to Ben and told him, and then Ben, uh, you know, told him what that meant. Pussy. Yeah. Well, at least they're consistent with 14J. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the actual letters were, but uh, that's good that they were the same. Hmm. All right. Next thing. Uh, yeah. Um. So. Do, 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 do. Where is the next scene? <clears throat> uh, okay, so yeah, we're back with uh, Sun and Ben. Uh, ben tells Sun that uh, uh, that there's three outriggers uh, near where they are and that he's going to use one of them to go back to the main island and she can come along and help him row. Uh, frankly, it makes no difference to him. Uh, she asks why he's leaving. He asks why she's staying. They decide to call the whole thing off. Uh, <laughs> the main... <laughs> uh, why are you leaving or why are you staying? <laughs> Let's have a song and dance number now. Um, yeah, it's going to turn into a Broadway show tune in a second. New York, that away, man. Uh, all right. So let's see. Uh, ben tells him he doesn't know. Uh, tells her, sorry, that he doesn't know where Jin is, but he started looking on the main island. Uh, Frank shows up, uh, who checks to see if son's okay. Uh, he said uh, he saw her leaving, and you know wanted to sort of make sure she's okay. Uh, ben. Uh, Sun says that Ben knows uh, where there's a boat and she's going to go back to the main island with him. And Frank asks if Sun can trust him. She says she has to trust him. Um, which isn't a yes, but it isn't a no. <laughs> uh, so um, so they keep on going. Um, they get to the outriggers and... Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah, so uh, Frank tells uh, Son that, you know, can she really trust this guy? He's dangerous. Uh, you know, he references the commandos that were trying to kill him. And of course, Ben points out, you know, that that didn't really work out for those guys. Um, and Son asks Frank, you know, to come with him. Uh, Frank says he's got a group of people he needs to look after. Uh, ben gets on a soapbox and decides to... <laughs> Uh, have a long soliloquy uh, to Frank so that Son can uh, grab an oar and knock him over the head. <laughs> to which Frank says, I thought you trusted this guy. And Son says, I lied. I lied. That was Ben's line, Son. That was Ben's line. How that was. You? 
Just because you both have three-letter names doesn't mean you both can lie. Which is also a three-letter word. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Most obviously a coincidence. Yeah. Um. All right, what do you got? Um, well, oh, here he does say, um, you know, there's a small dock that leads directly to a town where I used to live. Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's some, that says something about the geography. Um, yeah. Now, what's interesting is this dock is only half a mile away. I thought the main island was more than that. Was further away than that, than half a mile. Uh yeah, yeah. They said how long it was. I thought it was like two miles or something. I want. I th- I was gonna say one mile, but it the uh, yeah. I don't remember. That was a long time ago when they were dealing with yeah. that issue. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Like, it was supposed to be too long to swim. (laughs) But not far enough to where you need a submarine. Right. Right. Yeah, the the outrigger is just right. Oh, this says, let's see. Ben states that the Hydra Island is about twice the size of Alcatraz. Uh, Let's see. Oh, that's not what I wanted. Let's see. Oh, so the distance is apparently unclear. Juliet and Sawyer report in I do. Well, Sawyer and I do, and Juliet and I in Portland that uh, the Hydra Island is about two miles offshore. Mm. Uh, so, and then of course Ben says this half a mile thing. So, oops. I guess I'd go with Ben on this, but um, it's interesting. Yeah, that's a, that just sounds like a little uh, a little error. Yeah. Unless this dock is just, you know, is is closer than, I mean, I don't know, that's weird, but. I assumed it was two miles to the closest point, you know. That's what you would assume. That they could swim to. Two miles to the furthest point. (laughs) Half a mile to the closest. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason they just had to go all the way around the islands. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense to just go to that dock that was right there. <laughs> Why would they? So you could see. Yeah, that's, um, well, the geography on the show has always been pretty strange. Yeah. You know, we, we've had several attempts to try to map out how the island's supposed to be working, and it's it's always it's always a chore. Um... So, yeah, Sun, you know, uh, I have to hand it to Sun, you know, uh, she actually, um, she actually gets, you know, gets the upper hand with Ben here. Yeah, Uh, well, I hope what you're handing her is not an oar, because you know what she'll do with it. (laughs) Yeah, apparently, I never would have thought, um... And also, this clears up a question that you raised, which I didn't think was even worth talking about much, that, you know, why why was Ben injured, uh, mm-hmm. in, you know, when we saw him in that room, when Locke sees him, you know, I, I had assumed that he was injured in the 
crash, but he, uh, you know, clearly that wasn't the case. It was son just hit him with an oar. <laughs> I wouldn't have seen that coming. I think it bodes well for the show that 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 little piece of detail was obviously there. That you know we see him from the effects of getting hit by the oar before we actually see that. So you know they wrote that uh, specifically that way, uh, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Because yeah, it was weird to me this whole. I'm like, you're supposed to end up still on the mini island. How are you going to actually leave? You mm-hmm. know? And he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but I was still surprised. I just didn't see I just didn't see Sun just knocking him in the head with an oar. That's really um, uh, that's a drastic step. What's also apparent is that you know obviously Sun and Frank leave before they find Locke. Yeah, and I think things would have been different if Sun was around when they found Locke. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's definitely. And I think for Locke too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that yeah, that would have shifted the dynamic completely. Mhm. Um Yeah. I, w- I think what's interesting, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say I think what's interesting about Sun hitting Ben is what what you get from that is a is a lot of things because it, it forces Ben to stay on the island, which means he's got to interact with Locke later, which is yeah. a big deal cuz he killed Locke. Um it forces Frank to go with Son because she needs someone to help Ro. Mm-hmm. And we're not, you know, can you really imagine Son tra- tracing through the jungle by herself, like, you know, like, at night, like, like, yeah, I just, it just, I mean, not that she couldn't do it, but I just don't see them writing that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, uh, um, you know um, so it's it's cool. Like, it makes sense in a, in a lot of ways for, for, for that to happen, uh, you know, and, um and it was a perfect timing when he's when when uh when Ben's like, That's right, Frank. The captain's first responsibility to his passengers. <laughs> you know, like, right when he started that There's like, why I'm, he like, oh, again. I'm like, oh like, uh oh, uh oh. And uh and yeah, Ben made the mistake of telling Son, you know, I guess he made the mistake of you know, trusting Son, I guess, really. Yeah. And and not knowing what she really wanted, and uh, and that's all she wanted to hear was he, where, to I ro- think he, where to row to. I think he thought that he had son under control, you yeah. know, that he yeah, knew definitely. that he knew what she wanted, and he could predict what she was going to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, Colleen, Colleen, Colleen predict what son was going to do, and she was dead wrong, <laughs> literally. <laughs> So let that be a lesson to all ye who challenge Sun Quan. Sun is is often surprising. Yeah. I got to say, she's often surprising uh, more recently than in the past. Mm -hmm. Don't um, stand there and assume she's not going to do something. Hey, you think she doesn't speak English? She does speak English, (laughs) all right? So don't mess with Sun. Mm-hmm. And actually, yeah. it was, it was kind of cool how they how they uh, you know the sort of uh, how they acted that the scene when when Frank asked Sun, "Do you trust this guy?" And you know, you see Ben turning to Sun to find out the answer, mm-hmm. what she's gonna say. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, "I have to." And Ben's like, "Okay, that's good enough for me. Let's yeah. go." And um, yeah, so it was cool. Yeah, I mean, he's been in that position a lot. I think. You know, people, people around him, I think, rarely actually trust him. 
Mm-hmm. But they go along with him because they feel like they need him. Yeah. For for information and you know whatever else he's good for. So. Um, and she's playing a dangerous game though because you know when Ben wakes up, I you know I, I'd hate to be son when Ben wakes up. Cause, <laughs> you know you'd have to just wonder what is, you know, would he be like, oh that son. <laughs> or would he be like, now that she did this, I have to kill her? You know, like she's such a silly goose. <laughs> you know, I think in a way he might be charmed by the deception, and and sort of give her a pass. <laughs> yeah, because, because he was actually surprised, and I think guys like Ben, uh, you know, they don't like to be wrong, but if they're out, you know, if they're out. Um, outwitted or something, I think there's a there's, a, there's something about that they, he probably likes. Yeah, yeah, there's a certain amount of probably respect that he would have for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I don't feel like he's going to want to hunt Sun down because Yeah, of I don't think so. I think I he's going like... to get involved with, with, with uh, Locke, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't think it'll be a deal. And I feel like he'll instantly understand why she did it. And he'll instantly mm-hmm. sort of realize, well, you know, it was his mistake to think that she wouldn't do that. And that he should have saw it coming. Yeah, exactly. Part of, part of me is like, you know, when he's lying there unconscious and Frank is like, I thought I thought you trusted this guy. And she's like, I lied. I'm like, mm-hmm. his unconscious mind is like, yes, yay. <laughs> 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 oh, man. You've come a long way, son. <laughs> he's just cheering at the thought yeah. of a lie. Yeah, he loved Great. it. He loved the fact that... Uh, I that definitely think that's what Ben's unconscious is like. It's just yeah. utter glee at the thought of deception. Yeah. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this whole plot line, like, really uh, didn't... I, I really didn't find it very predictable at all. It really didn't. Uh, none of this. I, I I didn't think any of this. I uh, think yeah. really was going to happen. I think everything that's happened on the mini island so far since they've gotten back has been completely unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. Lock showing up on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, them raiding the Dharma's station. I mean, maybe you could predict that. Yeah. Um, Caesar, dude, I I like Caesar's character a lot so far. You know, yeah, I mean, he's I been in like three episodes, two of which he's like has stuff to do. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, he's got this like take charge kind of attitude. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have someone like that around. Yeah, you know, he's instantly sort of uh, um, curious about where they are and what all that stuff's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like the fact that you know you got this island with buildings on it, and you know, and and the runway, and then mm-hmm. you got um, you know, the huge other island, and he's like, you know, these aren't on your chart. Yeah, <laughs> you know, something something's up here. Yeah, I de- I de- at this point, I definitely don't think that he's got some ulterior motive. No, I don't think so either. Uh, I think just a guy who's dealing with the situation uh-huh. and is, you know, coping and, and what, you know, what we saw him doing is just, it's just him kind of exploring and, you know, hiding the gun just because he thinks he, you know, might need it and he wants to have the upper hand. 
Just sounds like something uh, I said. <laughs> yeah. Back when. Yeah. Yes, uh, why if if that all sounds familiar, it's probably because you said it, you know, two or three episodes ago. <laughs> Um, so I guess the point is I, I've I've come around. I agree yeah. now. Yeah. I was suspicious uh, I at first, that. but he's won me over. He comes off a bit suspicious, uh, but I think uh, yeah. Um <laughs> That's the second suspicious person that turned out not to be not to warrant the suspicion. Oh, who's I think the first Ab- one? I think Abaddon was the first. Oh fucking Abaddon, yeah. I'm still suspicious of Abaddon, even though I have no reason to be. Yeah, I mean, he's not 100% out of the water, but because uh, we don't know everything. But yeah, but we we really have nothing on him. Yeah, we as, as the cops would say, we can't make anything stick. Yeah, yeah, he just seems kind of scary. That's really all yeah. I got. <laughs> that is not against the law. Yeah, no. <laughs> Otherwise, Gary Busey would be in jail. Oh, no. Not Gary Busey. <sighs> um, all right, next scene? Mm-hmm. All right, next scene, we're back at uh, the uh, barracks, and this is in the middle of, uh, we see the, the sort of barracks orientation video, the new inductees video that everybody sees when they get there, and... Um, and uh let's see, uh Jack's name is called, um and by Dr. Chang. Mm. Who really should not be walking around and talking unless he's in a video. I'm sorry, I gotta say that. <laughs> <laughs> mhm. It's weird. Uh so he's talking to Jack and he um he apologizes for, you know, everything being disorganized. He doesn't have Jack's file. Um, oh, Pierre. And, you know, I know, right? Uh, he just, uh, everyone's incompetence is just so befuddling. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that seems to be his thing. He's just yeah. really frustrated he, with he's everyone. A bit of a, I think he's a bit of a... Uh, He's a bit egocentric, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you're doing the kind of stuff he's doing, maybe you should be. Right, yeah. At least um, it comes naturally. Yeah, so he asked Jack who his shuttle driver was. Jack uh, Jack is uh, stalled for a bit, but then he says, uh, Mr. LaFleur. Uh, Chang says that LaFleur's a good man. He runs a very tight, very tight operation. Uh, he references that the woman who was supposed to be processing him, uh, processing Jack in, had a baby last night, obviously referencing Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives him his assignment uh, that he's been assigned to the shed in his work clothes, a workman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that means that he's going to be a janitor based on his aptitude test. Jack kind of chuckles. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All those years of medical school and you're a janitor. Uh, there's an irony in that. Uh, so we cut over to Phil, uh, who's always scary every time he's on the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and he uh, he's talking to Katie. He asks if, if her name's been called yet, and she says no, and she says her name is Kate Austin. He flips through the pages, and she, of course, is not on his list. He asks who a recruiter is or uh, was, and she doesn't really have anything to say, but luckily Juliet comes in to save the day. 
She's got some last-minute additions, including Miss Austin. Hey. Uh, so Phil walks away, and then Juliet uh, apologizes for the mix-up and introduces herself as this Kate, and I vomit again. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Another occasion of vomit. Yeah, uh... I wanted I wanted him to say, you know, I still want to know who your recruiter is. Yeah, right. Because she still should know, even if she's on the list. Mm-hmm. You know, and if she doesn't know, that's suspicious. Yeah, it doesn't matter who recruiter is now that her name's on the list. But yeah. you know, it is it is a little. And I think Phil is very suspicious, and I think he's going to be a cause for problem pretty soon here. Yeah. Uh, I think he's starting to piece things together. I mean, they they make him. I mean, the first scene we see him in, he's a man about business. You know, yeah. he's not down for the hootenanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do not invite him to the hootenanny. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I mean, invite him to the hootenanny. Just don't have a hootenanny at work. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. Well, well, they're working. So I think he's I think he's going to be piecing things together uh, pretty soon here, and I think he's probably going to be someone to uh, look out for in terms of uh, busting up this uh, ruse that they've got going on here. Yeah, um, he he definitely there's definitely some looks that he uh, throws out there that mm-hmm. make him seem really suspicious. He's doing a lot of looking with his eyes. Yeah, he's and very. That, that tells me something. Very looky. He's a a looky loo. He he really has an intense face. Like I I I have a hard time. I mean, it's just so weird to have him as a character because he just this this role isn't that crazy, but Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. he somehow brings this. uh, I don't know if I'm putting it in there. If he is exactly that's that's what it's. I can't decide if it's our own baggage from. Knowing this actor from Mulholland Drive, mm-hmm. I mean, I do think there is something about his face and his and, and, and his eyes and how he how he approaches the lines and stuff that yeah. comes off a bit knowing or ominous or something. But uh, there's that extra element that that I I don't know if it's there or not or if it's just you know we just put that in there. Yeah, yeah. But but I I do think another actor this part would seem different. Yeah. It's it's got this strange intensity, and like I, I'm actually kind of, you know, afraid of his character and what he yep. might find out. You know, yep. more so than anyone else, really. More so, yeah, I yeah, exactly. I don't, I'm, uh, yeah. It seems like Chang and all the other and Horace, all these other Amy, Amy's not gonna figure anything out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't. I think I think everyone else is in term is going along with the status quo. They're either. I mean, Amy had her baby. I think mm-hmm. you know, Chang is busy with his work, and yeah. you know, all these people are sort of you know busy, busy, busy doing their other things. Uh, that I think Phil is 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 poised to sort of look between the read between the lines and. Uh, yeah, it also seems like he's sort of on his own. You know that mm-hmm. the the way that scene played with him and the, the other two, so it was sort of like you know they were having fun and he was just kind of. Uh, you know, a bit of a loner, yeah, and, and not exactly. not at all in on it, you know. Yeah, and so he sort of got the time to, you know, mm-hmm. think about these new people and pay attention to what they're saying and all that. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, that's it's really weird. I uh, I really didn't think his character would be that big of a deal, but uh, he's still around. 
Do we know his last name? Uh, I don't remember. Is it on Wikipedia? That's where I would have to look. That's I wish I could. I don't think so. I'm gonna say no, but yeah, I don't think so either. I would like to know his last name in case it's you know something that we already know of. Ah, uh, you know, like you know, Phil Hanzo. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. Hanzo's son or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would uh, that would definitely be a twist. Man, they don't even have a Dharma section yet. Come on, guys. Get with it. What do you mean? On Lostpedia, in the index, they have a they have a place for like all types of characters, but they don't they don't have a place for Dharma characters yet. Oh really? What do they yeah. put Phil under? I couldn't find him. That was sort of the point. I, I don't think he's even there. They, like have been... a, they have a Dharma section under under characters? You don't see the Dharma section? No, the the index on the main page. Oh, the index. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, in the character section they do. It just seems like that it hasn't carried over. Yeah, I just I just found him. Yeah, he's just called Phil. He he doesn't have a he does, they don't give him a last name. Oh, Phil. Um. All right. What else? Um. Uh. I will get another. Okay. Yeah, I have like two two things to say. Yeah. Um. No, three. I'm going to go with three. Uh, you get two and a half, all right? Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll try to squeeze it into two and a half. Um, uh, we get another reference to LaFleur just being a really good, you know, mm-hmm. he runs a real mm-hmm. tight operation over there. He's he's just really got it, got his shit together. Like, he's cracking the whip. <laughs> yeah. Do not mess with LaFleur. He's, he's, he's really going to uh, take care of things. Yeah, I just think that's odd that he's just he's really doing a good job. You know, I, I think it is odd, but I think in terms of like if you, I think in, if you think about it in the fact that if he does his if Sawyer does his job really 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 well, you would never suspect anything from him. You yeah, know, if he's the head of security and he it's, he's really lax. You know, well, first mm-hmm. of all, he wouldn't even rise to head of security right. you know, without being somewhat good, and I'm assuming he worked worked his way up. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. If he if he's you know if he's the kind of guy you don't really want to mess with, then you know people don't mess with him. Right. Uh, you don't have to question if he you know you don't no one has to check up on him to see if he's you know doing the security laws <laughs> right or you know anything like that or you know no one has to check up on him because everyone oh they know the floor is doing a good job mm-hmm. they know he's like, like so so in terms of what so you're trying to do is the smart thing to do is right. to, uh, you know note to self um if you ever find yourself in the past uh in infiltrating oh, no. some sort of organization and you and you have a job you should really do it the best you can mm-hmm. i really think that's the lesson we learn here yeah yeah I agree. No, it definitely makes sense. I it's it still seems strange to me, but it, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it certainly fits, and it, it fits with Sawyer's character too. And I mean, it all it all works. It definitely all works. So, 
Yeah. Okay. So the so that was that was number one. The the other thing is, um, you know, Pierre Chang talking to Jack here. Oh my God. Um, raises some issues. Um, about about Pierre. Uh, Does it mean it begs some issues? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> please issues, please. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna assume. Well, yeah. Uh, Continue. Yeah. So the uh, in the videos. Well, I mean, we've had several conversations about this. Um, at a certain point of this podcast, we're going to be able to say that about everything. Right. Um, but uh, whatever. Uh, about the fact that in the orientation videos, he um, he uses all these aliases, these strange candle aliases, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvin Candle was the original one, and then there's Mark Whitman, Wickman, and um, Edgar Hallowax. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seemed really cool and mysterious, and, you know, it was like somehow he was trying to hide his identity. But then, you know, we also talked about, because this video that they show here, you know, we've seen it before. So um, when Ben came to the island. When Ben came to the island, it was like, well, if they all see him, and mm-hmm. they all see that guy when they go down the stations, like, won't they know? Well, now, now that he can just, like, walk in and, you know, interview janitor guy, Who's mm-hmm. who's coming to the island? I mean, that means like, and and say he's Pierre Chang. I mean, that means it's, it it can't be much of a secret who he is. That means whoever they put in the Swan or whoever they have to watch these videos. I think that means a couple things. One of the things it means I probably can't even guess because it'll be the truth. The things I can guess are something like, uh, you know. It means that uh, that they that the people they put in there didn't go through their normal orientation process. Um, you know, they specifically said, "Hey, we got to put these people down there. We know what they're going to be watching in terms of the orientation video." So, hey, Pierre, don't introduce yourself to them, and let's not have them see the video. I mean, maybe that's what happens. You think it that's does, the idea? I mean, it does seem like you know, you know, the guys in the Swan were supposed to rotate out every so often you know, rotate from some sort of collection of the Dharma, you know, mm-hmm. Dharma crew. Um, so, yeah, I think it is weird. I think that's something they, they need to explain. Um, you know, they did, Pierre did say here that, you know, he's not the one who normally processes people, which he shouldn't be. I thought that was so weird. Just, you know, here's this guy created, you know, he's trying to engineer the orchid, mm-hmm. and he's in all these videos, and he's the guy who, who's processing paperwork and, and new recruits. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but but they they mentioned that Amy was the one who's supposed to be doing it. Fine. No, I mean he shouldn't he shouldn't be doing it, and I agree. It's just that the fact that it's no big deal that he does it. You know, like mm-hmm. can they not find anyone else? You know, here's the thing. Maybe maybe they haven't uh, started doing the videos yet, and maybe the need for him to have aliases hasn't arisen mm-hmm. yet. Is that the right term? Arose. I think arisen? I think arisen is right. Okay. I, I, uh, I, yeah. And that that'd be my idea for it right now is that there's there's sort of no need. Now maybe at a certain point, you know, maybe the incident happens or whatever and and once they have these the need to create these videos, um that's when you know, maybe they stop showing the the him in the video, uh, the new recruit video or something, you know, or they get more careful about who knows his true identity. Mm-hmm. Um you know, 
Okay. So that that's at least something is I don't think we're specifically in a time frame where he's using an alias yet. Okay. Well, I mean that yeah, that salvages it somewhat. I mean at least Rizinski, mm-hmm. I think, who ends up in the salon at a certain point. Mm-hmm. I think he ought to know who Pierre Chang he is. He should know so much who <laughs> Pierre Chang is. <laughs> uh so like if he sees that video I mean, what's that? Fooled. How's that gonna play? I mean, I I guess I was imagining they all know who he is, and they go down there, and he's using this fake name, and like, what effect is that supposed to have on them? You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't get it, but I guess yeah, if we're supposed to believe this is sort of the pre the early stages. I mean, yeah. I think I think they I want to say did they mention the arrow? Didn't they? Yeah, they did. They mentioned the arrow, mm-hmm. uh, and so so they have that. Um, but it's unclear, you know, how many of the state, I mean, definitely the Swan hasn't been built yet and the Orchid probably hasn't either. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know about well, the rest of them. They're all numbered, aren't they? I don't know if the number necessarily correlates oh. to their building, but, uh, yeah. the first one is the staff. Uh, let's see, I think, right? Is it, uh, I don't yeah. remember the numbers. Well, I'm on Lostpedia, and they have them listed as a number. Yeah, okay, so the staff is station number unknown. Arrow <laughs> is two is two of six. That makes sense. The swan is three of six. Now, it has not been built yet. Mm-hmm. The flame is four of six, so this theory does not seem to work Ouch. out. Uh, yeah, oh, I forgot. Yeah, we do have the flame. We have the flame and the arrow confirmed. Uh, the orchid is six of six, which could have been the last one. Possibly. Uh, oh, and they, they also mentioned the looking glass. They did mention the looking glass, which we don't know the station number there. Yeah. Um, which is kind of an anomaly. I think, I think there's more than six stations anyway, so it's weird. the numbering system is strange. Anyway. Yeah, there are more than six. And to throw more uh, coal on the fire is, um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, if you can... But I think all of the the station numbers, the blank of six, are from the videos, right? Yeah. Which would mean they're part of the conspiracy if there is one. So they wouldn't necessarily correlate to the reality of when Dharma built these or anything. They could yeah. be engineered to say, hey, who's ever watching this? This is the six station, because there's more than six. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is there maybe maybe there's just six on the island? Hydra's not on the island. Looking glass is not on the island. The tempest is on the island. If the so tempest is is a station, if that counts as a station, then it doesn't really work. Yeah, I don't know if the tempest is supposed to be a station though. I mean, I guess it could be. Um, what's a station really? Yeah, we really we have to first we must answer the question: What is a station? <laughs> yeah. Then we can decide if, if the Tempest is a station. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the whole thing seems to hinge on that, um, whether that's an issue or not. I do think it's somehow different, though, mm-hmm. uh, from the other ones. Even if it's still a station, it, it, I do think it's separate There's somehow. There's a denotative and connotative sense of station, I think. <laughs> right. That's, a, that's appropriate here. It's definitely a station in the denotative sense. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily think it had an orientation video. Mm-hmm. 
for example. <laughs> this is how you release a toxic ass. This is how you stop it. Thank you for watching the orientation video. Was it originally created as a uh, toxic gas factory? Is that <laughs> are we supposed to believe that, or is anything about it being a power station true, and it just was converted at some point? I, I don't know that there's any. <laughs> Maybe there's a way to get, you know, power from toxic gas. <laughs> yeah, why not? Or the power cre- generating functions. There ought to be but, energy know, there. Create create a toxic gas, and and you know, mm-hmm. and it can be safely dissipated or used as a weapon. So, mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah, not too crazy, but it would be nice to know if it was, you know, was it really for power also? But it didn't, yeah, I guess they didn't shut down the station; they just shut down the gas part of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you said that with as much confidence as I have about that. <laughs> I don't really yeah. know what they did. I yeah, I mean they shut they shut down the ability to release the gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh oh oh! They didn't, weren't they supposed to neutralize the gas? And then oh, they, they neutralized it. it. That's they right. Neutralized. That's it. right. That's right. They neutralized it. So maybe it's that <laughs> they sprayed some Febreze on the gas and it <laughs> neutralized the toxicity. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew it was that simple? <laughs> Dan was just little, seriously little, typing little, away, and all they needed was just a nice Febreze bottle. He he brought in a couple of packets of uh, those Glade plugins. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you need. Maybe some maybe some baking soda. Somehow the only problem was it smelled bad. <laughs> well, isn't that what killed you? If you get rid smell. of the bad smell, it's just not toxic anymore. Yeah, he neutral- neutralized it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so I guess they didn't really shut it down. Although, I, I, like, what does shut it down mean? Like, it just turned all the equipment off or something? I mean, yeah. it's totally unclear whether they did that or not. Yeah, I don't think they did. I would say maybe they did, but somebody was it, outside kissing. It, it's far. <laughs> <laughs> it's far from clear that they did. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, next scene. What scene are we on? <laughs> Uh, hold on, I, I feel like I have something you do. else. You had like another two things or yeah, one thing. okay. So Pierre Chang uh, and and his appearances in the videos is still a thing, but this this scene, I mean, as usual, you know, they show things and it just brings them crashing down to earth. Like he's so oh man yeah. ordinary in this scene, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like this is the guy. There he is. And Jack saw him in the video, right? Yeah, Did, yeah. Jack Jack has why, definitely seen um, Why is it Jack vomiting? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, Jack really should be vomiting. And this is the first time he saw him, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like he like he he's in thirty years in the past and he's mm-hmm. sitting in his chair about to be indoctrinated into Dharma. Yeah. And then the guy he saw in a video pops up. I mean, it's time to hurl. 
It, <laughs> yeah, it really is. And Dak didn't really seem to re- to recognize him. They didn't really play that up or anything. No. No, not really. Maybe because he used the wrong name. Maybe if he would have said oh. <laughs> Marvin Candle, Dak would be like, oh, what? Ew. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't really react too much. Um mm-hmm. So there was that, but they definitely didn't even try to hint it. Yeah, they didn't give a nod to the audience that Jack Jack kind of got the gravity of the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. He was never really into it that much. You know, it's not as big of a deal as if Locke saw him. You know, yeah, true. Who, who spent so much time looking at those videos? Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure he saw that. That Swan video, at least. Um, I got two things to bring up. So the the other thing I was going to bring up was, you know, what what happened with the list? Like, why why is Jack's name there and Kate's isn't? List. <laughs> Jack. Kate. <laughs> Do a little walk in there, okay. Um, uh, drama, drama. Okay, that that that's the most reasonable explanation I have. Uh, I mean, when well, really, uh, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> um, what's his name? Phil has a couple of. Uh, you know, lists and binders in his hand, and, and Chang had one, I guess, he called Jack's name from. You know, maybe it didn't get disseminated onto all the lists. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, so I I think it would be especially weird if Phil said, I see Jack Shepard on here, I don't see Kate Austin, like on his list. Mm-hmm. But that's not exactly what happened. So I'll just chalk it up more to drama. Okay. You know, more to just like you know, they're 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 trying to you know they're they're playing catch. Juliet and Sawyer playing catch up here, so well to get their names on this list. And by the way, that's what I want to mention is you know Sawyer said he'd be around to to back them up, and he was not around when uh, Kate couldn't answer a question that, that mm-hmm. he needed help with. So I thought that was strange. I mean, Juliet was there, but it was we. I expected Sawyer to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess he's dealing with this. Um, this 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 14J right um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah and was, he got distracted we don't see Hurley checking in do we no like do we see him the rest of the episode? deleted scene deleted scene yeah I don't we do see him later with at least he's in that picture oh that's right he he he's there to take the picture yeah. But they they don't show his check in. Um, they don't really show Kate either. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. For half a second, I I thought, are they actually gonna have Juliet like not put her on the list? Oh really? Yeah. You mean like to be like, oh, she's not on here? Mm-hmm. And and like call a foul to the whole thing? Yeah. Really. Why'd you think that? For half a second, I thought they were going to try to do that. You know, she was going to be like, you can't, you know, Sawyer's mine. 
you know. Yeah, I don't see Juliet playing that game. I don't either. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But for half a second, I thought they were actually going to do that. I mean, I I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, it's definitely worth questioning how Juliet feels about Kate being back. Yeah. And and Jack being back. I definitely agree that she shouldn't go that far, but I. There was there was a moment there where I thought maybe they were actually going to have her do that, mm-hmm. um, because Jack had already been okay, and the fact that her name wasn't on the list I just thought was you know a bad sign. But yeah, I guess there's multiple lists, and they had to pass theirs out to everybody, and plus they needed drama. So, all right, well that's my two and a half. <laughs> um. I wanted to mention that, you know, I think it was the Barracks orientation film, the original one, uh, where uh, where Chang is presented uh, with his arm, his left arm not really being used, and it seems like something happened. You say the Barracks? The Barracks orientation film. Which one would that be? I guess that's the new recruit orientation film. Okay. Is that... uh, is that the that's the one where he doesn't have the arm? According to Lostpedia, it is. Oh wow! I had no idea. Yeah, so that makes me question some things in terms of the, the snippet of video we see in this one. I forgot about that arm thing. Yeah, and the fact he, of course, uses both arms when he's interviewing Jack. Yeah. Uh, just fine. The, in some of the videos, he's got both arms. Yeah, and I think in all the other videos. It's fine. It's just some weird thing with that one where he doesn't really use his left hand, mm-hmm. his left arm, uh, for whatever reason. I thought he actually had, like, a prosthetic arm in one of them. Was it prosthetic? That's what I thought so. Well, this is... He gestured with his right hand. The mobility of his left arm is unknown. I, I got the sense it seemed prosthetic, but I don't know if we actually could tell it was prosthetic. Oh, okay. Because I think he just sort of didn't use it. I thought you could clearly see. Man, it's been a while. I don't even... I, I, I thought that was, like, season two. Mm, when we saw that. Says, Maybe well, the, the Pearl... Either the Pearl or the Swan video. Uh, Man Behind the Curtain. Isn't that season three? Yeah. Season, yeah, season three. Um, yeah, that the video you're talking about, the you know, welcome to the barracks video. Uh, that that was definitely season. Two. Welcome to the barracks. Yeah. Um, we got fun and games. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's any other videos where he doesn't use his hand, his left arm. According to Lostpedia, they don't reference any other ones. Okay. I really thought there was a thing back then about how one of his arms was prosthetic in one of those, and in the other one it wasn't. I, I Am I making that up? I don't think you're making it up, but I think you're jumping to the conclusion that it was prosthetic. I think, that's, I think we assumed it, because it sort of seemed that way, but I don't know, I don't specifically remember us seeing that it was prosthetic. Like us seeing a rubber hand or something, or okay. a plastic hand, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
All right. Well, I'll have to I'll have to remember that. I wonder if that's going to be a thing. Are we actually going to see him use the uh lose the ability to use one of his arms? I mean, I don't know. It depends on if that was for real or not, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Montana lost his arm, but you know what he was doing. This <laughs> <laughs> it sound weird. <laughs> oh, maybe this is what you're talking about. Let's see. Uh, oh, I hope okay. you find something. What'd you get? What do you got? I got... Make me sound reasonable, please. I know, right? I got... Uh, maybe his arm is prosthetic in the Swan video. Oh, there we go. Season two, like you said. Yeah. Uh, trying to find it. I'm researching. Uh, yeah, this is this is under facts that his arm is a prosthetic. What says under facts? Uh, under Swan orientation film on Lostpedia, under facts, it says Dr. Marvin Candle's left arm is a prosthetic. Oh, good. Wow. There we go. Uh, next, to, next to 4 plus 8 plus 15 plus 16 plus 23 plus 42 equals 108, mm-hmm. which is also a fact. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So, yeah, I that's weird. So what is this they're talking about with the other film? I guess the other one he just doesn't use it, but it's not necessarily this is so weird. I don't know. Yeah, so I think that's why it became a thing. Yeah. Because in the initial video In the initial video he didn't Okay. It was a prosthetic and then people were looking at 'cause I think I think in the Pearl video he you can see he uses both of his hands. Yeah. And so I, I remember an issue being made of that at the time. And so yeah. probably, you know, after that, you know, whenever you'd see him, um, people would try to look and see if he could actually use both his arms. I don't know if that's really a big deal. It seemed like a big deal at the time. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of things seemed like a big deal back then. Mm-hmm. So. Like everything? Yeah, like everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's an interesting fact. All right. Uh, that's it for this scene, right? Yeah. Please. Please. All right. So next scene. Um, something about something. What do you got? <laughs> what? On this scene? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm confused. Okay. Okay. I'm on the next scene. The next scene is um, Sawyer goes out to the flame to uh, investigate the 14J. Uh, he sees Jin outside. He asks him what happened, and then Jin tells him Sayid came walking out of the jungle in handcuffs alone. And so he asked if he said anything about the people who were on the plane, and Jim said no, he couldn't really talk to him. Brzezinski thinks he's in the hostile, and he's not gonna he's not gonna let this go. Um, so so he goes in uh, where Brzezinski is guarding uh, where they have uh, Saeed locked up. Um, he demands that uh, Brzezinski give him the key, and uh, Brzezinski tells Sawyer that, uh, that that the hostile saw the model of the Swan, and he could have seen the survey of where they're building it. Um, and he thinks that, that Saeed is a spy. 
and that, you know, that they could end this right now by shooting him. Uh, Saeed, I'm sorry, Sawyer thanks Brzezinski for his input and says, uh, you know, he wants to talk to him first, give him the keys, gives him the keys. He brings Saeed out, uh, sits him down. Uh, Sawyer tells Saeed that his name is LaFleur, he's head of security, uh, that if he listens to him, everything will be fine. Uh, he tells him he has to start by identifying himself as a hostile uh, due to the terms of the truce and that if he doesn't, they have the right to shoot him. Uh, Saeed uh, quickly gets into character and says he doesn't refer to himself as a hostile, uh, you know, he and his people, but uh, but he is one of them. Um, so uh, Sawyer takes that and, and says, all right, let's go, and uh, wants to take him back to the barracks. And uh, Brzezinski protests and says he's going to come with them, and he's going to, it's a horrible mistake, and he's going to talk to Horace about it. And Sawyer tells him to talk away. <laughs> talk away, Brzezinski. Talk, talk away. away. <laughs> yeah. Talk away home. <sighs> yeah. Um, so Saeed, uh, Saeed says just the right thing here. Um, oh, totally. Saeed, this is not his first time in an interrogation, <laughs> all right? <laughs> on, on either side of the equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But he really answers like a hostile should. Uh-huh. He shouldn't say, yes, I'm a hostile. Mm-hmm. That's, that would be the wrong answer. That would be the wrong answer. Um, I didn't even think about that, but when he said it, I was like, that's perfect. You got it. You knew what to say. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting. I don't think Saeed dresses, is dressed like the other hostiles dress. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that should be cause for concern for Rosinski, um, <laughs> but I would, Apparently not. I mean, Alpert dressed kind of nice, but I don't know how much... Rosinski seen Alpert, but uh, but for the rest of the hostiles, uh, it's it, it's notable that he's not dressed like one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It is. And he's handcuffed. And he's handcuffed. Don't forget about the handcuffs. Please don't. Yeah, no. There's there's a lot of details there that are kind of weird. Because here's um, the thing, even even if they do have handcuffs and they would have handcuffed him as part of standard protocol, mm-hmm. uh, those are handcuffs from the future. Mm-hmm. Like those are handcuffs from you know whatever future date you know unless that unless Alana has vintage handcuffs you know, <laughs> that her daddy gave her or something you know some storyline about that. Uh, <laughs> you think that's gonna come up later? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, they're gonna, they're and I, gonna t- Alana and Caesar are gonna be talking, and she's gonna she's gonna mention that she she wouldn't have law enforcement because they're bad, <laughs> and on her day of graduation, he gave them, you know, some handcuffs that he he used to take down the big whatever, and yeah. <sighs> and she talks about how she lost Aie, but what she really wants back are those handcuffs. Those handcuffs. <laughs> They meant more to her than all of the prisoners in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the thing, though. It's like you see him in the handcuffs, don't you? You know, don't you? You know, I hope I hope no one but Sawyer tries to take those handcuffs off because I don't think they have the key. Yeah, how are they gonna get those off? I guess I don't. I don't do they leave? Is he out of the handcuffs at the end? 
He takes no. the bag, right? Does he I still have the handcuffs on? Still in handcuffs. He's, he takes the bag with the handcuffs on? I'm pretty does, sure. Does he have the handcuffs on on the front? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. He's there in the front. He he's had them on the front. Oh, okay. They're, they're, they're not behind his back because he, you know, he had to run through the jungle and all that. Yeah, and I guess he was sitting down. So that's probably. the first thing you do when you're handcuffed is you, you know, put your arms under your legs so that you know you can sort of get out. Yeah. Put your yeah. Hands okay. So he, so he just never. I mean, the, yeah, they're not gonna be able to take those off. And, well, they, can, they have hacksaws. They have tools. That's, a, that, that's they're gonna. That's what they're gonna have to do. I mean, it's gonna yeah. be a thing. It's not. It is gonna be a thing. Not gonna be that easy. Yeah, that's uh. Huh. Well, Although you know, like I said, I, you know, I'm not a handcuff expert. I don't. Know, <laughs> I mean, handcuff keys always seem pretty simple. Uh, all they got to do in there is you know get in there and turn push the little thing. But mm-hmm. so maybe you know maybe if you have a set of handcuff keys, it'll kind of work, or you can you know force it, or I don't know. Maybe it won't be a huge huge deal, but mm-hmm. it will be more than just hey, we have a key. Yeah, they really shouldn't have the key. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that doesn't really come up at all. But uh, should be a oh, thing. Oh, and and the of course the the vomit in this scene comes from <laughs> Saeed seeing Sawyer, <laughs> right? Which he didn't expect to see or know he was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saeed kind of has to take this all in uh, mm-hmm. silently. Um. So it's uh. This is a lot. He doesn't... I don't think he necessarily knows exactly what's going on uh, initially. I mean, he really shouldn't. He doesn't know specifically it's 1977. Nobody's told him that. Yeah, I I think it isn't until the end where he starts to really understand what's going on in terms of the time. Yeah. You know, I think that was was a big big thing for him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I think it's kind of interesting that Rosinski thinks he's a spy. The idea that the hostiles would send spies to, like, figure out what they're building or something. I mean, I, maybe the idea is just that they want, they're just going to attack it or something. But I, I, I wonder if they really think the hostiles are, are interested in their, you know, interested in their technology or their science or whatever, you know. You know. I think I think those lines is an example of uh, is exemplifying Rosinski being paranoid. Uh, you know, you you have this hostile you bring in who you bring in pretty easily who trips your alarm. Who I'm sure this isn't the first time that they have. You know, that, I, I'm sure the hostiles know they have motion detectors by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bring this guy in, and. You know, and and in the less than thirty seconds that he was, you know, uh, available in the room to see, you 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 know, he he saw the Swan Station and he could have seen where we were going to build it. He's a spot. To me, it sounds like a paranoid guy to me. That that's what I think we're getting across with 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 Zizinski. Okay. Uh, that he's just sort of he's a little egocentric. Uh, he think you know whatever he's working on is the most important thing in the world, and. Uh, and you know, to him, and uh, and right. I think he's, he's a little paranoid. I think it's a little unreasonable to think, uh, you know, even if Saeed saw the the Swan model, uh, I don't think there's any way he saw the plans. Right. Which are, like in the other room. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I think he's just a little paranoid, and the spy thing, I think it's just – I mean, he wants to kill this guy, side unseen. Right. You know, uh, I think he's just sort of a, sort of a paranoid guy, and which I'm glad he's not in charge of security because he would not mm-hmm. be great at it. Right. <laughs> he, he, he's not what, what uh, Sawyer would call a thinker. Right, yeah. Not, not in this sense. Right. Yeah, when it comes to security issues. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, ah, let's just, we can just kill him. And would that be okay? Like, would there not be any issues with that? That's the, that's the whole thing. It's like, you guys got a truth here? You just had a whole thing. I guess three years ago you had a thing about, uh, you know, yeah, you know, killing the other, killing the the hostiles and what that means and, and the repercussions of that. And Yeah, they're about uh, to have to, you know, go to war over, mm-hmm. this, over this, you know, very small incident mm-hmm. um, of, you know, um, I don't. I mean, I I find it strange. This is a organizational hierarchy level that that uh, that Rosinski that Rizinski thinks they could just kill him without running it by Horace, or yeah. or that specifically. I mean, maybe Sawyer has the ability to do that, but just chain of command wise, you would want to tell Horace before you kill the hostile. Yeah, yeah, and they. I mean, it seems like what Sawyer says here is true that you know they they won't do that uh, mm-hmm. if they identify themselves. You know, it seems like there's a protocol, and and part of that protocol is not just killing them without giving them the chance to mm-hmm. identify themselves. You know. Yeah, I mean, they have a truce. There's a terms. There's agreements. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but this is really weird. like. Not level-headed at all. It's He's not level-headed. He's definitely not level-headed. I think, uh, and that's the thing, like, the whole idea is if you if you identify yourself as a hostile, you're protected under the terms of these, of the treaty, just like any sort of military engagement, you know. If yeah. you're captured and as a prisoner of war, you're identifying you yourself as the enemy, and, mm-hmm. you know, now you're subject to whatever, you know, rules that, that have been established with your, your government or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, it was all nice and neat in terms of that, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, what else? That's it? I think that's it. That's it for me, at least. So, we don't get a scene here where, you know, with Saeed... Uh, riding back to the barracks with Jen and uh, Jen and uh, Sawyer, because mm-hmm. Saeed could, of course, ex- fill in some details on this little ride. But I think it's because Rosinski comes with them. Maybe does, does he actually show up too? Because if he's in the van with them, then of course, you know, they're not going to talk about. They this, can't so. talk. Yeah. But I don't. Let me see if he if he pops out of the van when they show up or not. Yeah, yeah, he's there. That's why. Okay. He's there. Okay. Look at that. Makes sense. Boom. Because that's a scene we should get. You know, if Brzezinski wasn't, and I think that's probably, you know, why they kind of wrote it that way, too, is, you know, Brzezinski's going to protest, and he wants to tell Horace, so, you know, fine. Yeah. Come with us if you want, but that, of course, means they can't yeah. further further their information. Brzezinski's the problem here. He's really mm-hmm. creating all the different. Otherwise, they could sit down and talk to each other for a while and oh, totally clear everything up. And yeah, so okay, yeah. 
Um, ready? Next scene? Yes. So the next scene, uh, Frank and Son get to the dock. Um, it's nighttime. Uh, Frank asks Son why, why she's doing this. Uh, and uh, she says that uh, Ben said uh, if I'm reading this line, and it's in weird. Ben said if my husband is on the island, the best place to start looking for him is here. On the island. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, what an obvious statement. Uh, it didn't come off that way when she said it. But no, it, it seems like it made sense. Like, does she really mean there? Does she really mean, like, right, that area by the dock? <laughs> Like I, I, like I really means, didn't I think that's like what means, meant. I feel like she means if he's on the island in general, which means the island or the mini island. <laughs> the uh, best place to look for him is, is the main island. The main island. <laughs> which I thought was the whole point, because if you think about it, you have the largest chance on the largest land mass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although the flip side of that is it's quicker and easier to search the mini island. That's true. So what, what do you do? Do you spend, you know, the rest, you know, you, you could spend a long time searching the main island. Oh yeah. They, they, they were on there for a long time. They didn't find half the shit that's there. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, but anyway, um, so, Uh, so they walk towards the uh, the jungle, and they hear some rustling and stuff, and we get a little bit of the smoky sound effect. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, I know, right? He's not out That's probably just an animal, though. It's probably just an animal, and Frank agrees, animal, right. Um, uh, so they come into the barracks, which look dilapidated and, uh, you know, not, not kept up. Uh, Frank says he doesn't think they're going to find Jin there, and they should just head back. Uh, and then all of a sudden, a window, uh, a light pops on on a window, and Uh-oh. a door creaks open. And we see the silhouette of an ominous man. Um, and he says, hello, and Frank says, who the hell are you? And, uh, you know, I'm hoping it's someone who doesn't doesn't mind being cursed at. Uh, <laughs> and because uh, if it is, they might kill him on the spot. Uh, the man identifies himself as Christian, and uh, Son says he's looking for Jin, and if he know if Christian knows where he is, and Christian says, "Follow me, Jin's right in the other room." <laughs> oh wait, not really. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So this scene, dude. What do you what do you make it? What do you, what's going on here? Maybe do you want to cover the second part? No. Okay, we can. So the next part, uh they go into uh we find that these three in the uh processing room. Um Christian uh <laughs> he's such a nice guy. He uh he has the flashlight and he decides to let us know where we are by flashing the light on all the signs we saw before, which is good. Thank That's you. Uh, so he goes to a wall and starts to look for a particular uh, picture, uh, taking a particular date, and he finds the class of 77, uh, and uh, shows, shows Son and Frank uh, that Jen is with uh, all of their friends, and uh, Christian apologizes for the bit of a journey that 
she has ahead of her or that they have ahead of them. I don't know if Frank is a part of that or not. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, this is this is such a this is like a shining moment here, um, and, and I think about you know what if uh, it's a shining moment or it's a moment like from The Shining. The second thing. Okay. Um, you know the ending. Spoiler alert. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. (laughs) The picture. The picture, yeah. Yeah, that's what this reminded me of, because I thought, if that's been there, then at least potentially, you know, they could have come across that a while ago. Mm -hmm. And how weird would that have been to walk into there, you know, even in season three, you know, Mm -hmm. um, when we first found the the barracks and stuff like that and you know see see their picture on the wall in the 70s they have know? no idea what that means yeah they like have that no would, idea how they got there that would be completely crazy and creepy and weird and yeah i mean the idea that that was there i mean i guess since we already know it's sort of like okay well you know they time travel <laughs> so on mm-hmm. but i i'm still i'm still kind of freaked out by the idea that that was there the whole time that would have been cool if the show had decided to put that little. I mean, it would have ruined some other things, but would to, if in season three, when you know Jack and Kate and Sawyer were at the barracks a lot, if if they you know if they came across that picture or something, yeah, it would have been it would have been huge to be like, holy crap, how is this, how are they going to make this work? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it a real picture? Is it fake? Do you know, like yeah. all that stuff, and it would have been it would have been a cool mystery. It would have, yeah. 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 I God. I don't know if I could have handled that. Yeah, it freaked me Because um, it still freaks me out, sort of retroactively. So, anyway. Um, uh, you know, this is... Uh, this, this scene really surprised me. I, I never thought the day would come that son and Frank would be talking to Christian mm-hmm. about a journey they have to go on. <laughs> I mean, that's you didn't, not... You didn't see that coming? That's not obvious? <laughs> no. The son and no. Frank episode. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I really didn't think that uh, them going to the island would, would lead to this. Um, this is really strange. Uh, I guess... I, I mean, I guess it sort of makes sense on some level, but um, it's just, it's just, it's hard for me to adjust to, uh, you know, uh, either one of them really being so, being so involved in a, in a, you know, a real part of the, you know, the um, Mm -hmm. crazy side of the island. You know, both of them have been pretty separate from that. Yeah, I wish Christian would start saying, "Hi, my name is Christian Shepherd. I'm Jack's dad." <laughs> I know. Yeah, you that'd know? be nice. He definitely leaves out that part. <laughs> uh, and this also makes me think that the next time Jack sees his dad, they'll actually be able to have a real conversation. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, they, they should. That'll be interesting. It will be. I think that day is coming. I, I mm-hmm. definitely think we're going to see that at some point. Definitely. Um, you're right. He's 
he's different. I mean, he's simply just he's not like he was back then. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's really the guy. He can sit there and talk to you. Um, but it's strange, you know. I mean, this isn't. He doesn't appear here in the cabin. You know, he mm-hmm. he appears in this. Uh, what is it called again? The barracks. No, that that particular building. The processing center? Processing center. I want to call it registration building, but yeah, processing oh, is, center. Is that the building he appeared from, though? Isn't it? I got the sense he, it was just a house that he appeared in, and he they he took him over to the processing center. Oh, really? Yeah. Not that he was already oh, in he, the Oh, he didn't center. appear in the same place? No, he, no, no. Because they, um, uh,. Here, I'm looking at the scene now. They look at the processing center sign, and then they look behind them, and that's where the house is. Oh. But he appeared in a, he appeared in a house. Cause, if, and, then the other, and then the next part of the scene, you see them walking in the door. Um, okay, okay, okay. Well, yeah. So he appears in one of the houses in the barracks then. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the, main, the main point I just wanted to bring up is that he's never done that before. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, always, been, it's always been about the cabin. So that's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of different. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's a connection or not. If that's supposed to mean that you know he's inhabiting the barracks now, or yeah, or he can just be wherever he wants to be, or what? Yeah. Um. And was he really there, like hanging out, waiting, or did he mm-hmm. just literally appear there then when they got there? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to think about that. I did, I, I, I would like to know, you know, what the inner life of a, uh, <laughs> an, an island uh, apparition is like, mm-hmm. you know, when they're not appearing to people and telling them things, you know. Do when, they eat? Do they go to the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, any of that stuff. It's, the, the way the characters work, you never see them outside of that context, so... You know, whether he was waiting there or not, it's just totally unclear. Because it kind of seems like he just appears there. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to think. I don't either. It's kind of strange. I mean, if he's like Locke, it seems like, you know, it seems like he, he you know, he would have been waiting there. Holy crap. What? Well, I never thought about Christian in terms of, in terms of being like Locke. Yeah, well, well, where he just sort of, I mean, I know the apparition thing, but I mean, in terms of not specifically being anything special, just mm-hmm. being resurrected from landing on the island being dead. However special that is. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and then like, and then he just figures out what he has to do or whatever. He's conscripted by Jacob or whatever to do. Yeah, things. I mean, it, it does seem like there is something different. And and we haven't really seen Locke. Um, I guess I guess I feel like there will be something with Locke that's different. But yeah, I I always thought when we first found out that uh, that Locke was dead and that they were going to bring him back to the island, that you know whatever happens to him would be what happened to Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, I I always thought that was where they were going with this. Christian is, you know, but what's weird about that is Christian was. Completely different in season one. I know. Yeah, uh, he wasn't able to, you know, interact well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I do get the sense that their idea of him has changed over time. Yeah, me too. And whatever they were doing back then is, you know, they, they'll make it fit. But it is notable that when they did, like, the Mobisode where he appeared, he was like he is now, that is not true. like he was then. Yeah. You know, and, and that was taking place around the same time period. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, I mean, it's kind of a retcon. But I think, I think, I think the way he is now is the way they want him to be. Here's what's strange, though, about that. I mean, in the, in the Mobisodes... We saw him, didn't he, he? He's the one who told Vincent to go tell his son to wake up, right? Yeah. Or to go wake up his son, not to tell him to wake up. That'd be, that'd be weird. Uh, <laughs> yes, it would be. So that means that as soon as he land, that they all landed on the island, Christian was already sort of aware of what was sort of going on in a way. Yeah. He was aware that Jack was unconscious somewhere on the island and, mm-hmm. and all and all these things, which is different than Locke. Locke didn't remember how he got there. And he's got work to do. Yeah, like why does Christian know that very soon after he lands? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's definitely different. Yeah. It does it seems like Christian's way more plugged into uh uh the island and whatever he's talking about and it seems like Locke uh just has no clue, which is you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the way things go with Locke, I guess. Yeah, even when but... he, even when he comes back from the dead, he still has no idea what to do. That's uh, he's willing to die to get to where to get on the you know where he's supposed to go on his journey, and he still can't quite you know. Yeah, it's just not enough. Um, I do think they're supposed to be similar, though. Yeah, they they definitely. I mean, they are they are similar. I mean, there's definitely similar. I mean, they went as so. far as to you know have him put on the shoes and say he was the proxy and all that. You know, I mean, they mm-hmm. they made explicit the connection mm-hmm. between them. So, I but yeah, they're uh, they they are behaving exactly the same way. So there's there's something there. It would be weird if Locke really turned into what Christian is like. Yeah, you know, it it would be it would be different. Locke would be different. So has Christian just been waiting like for three years on the island, like waiting for Sun and Frank to come? Um, I can't imagine he was waiting that whole time. Well, not specifically, you know, twiddling his thumbs every second that they're not there. But I mean, like, oh, did he okay. did he sort of did he sort of know that they were coming? Know like, that they were coming. He knew what date to expect them or when to expect them? Or, or did he, is he just reacting to the fact that they're there? Mm-hmm. Um, God, I don't know. I guess it depends on what Jacob knows. I'm tired of Jacob. <laughs> Seriously, I am. Really? I, I, we attribute so much to him. We know so little. And I, and I don't really know how much should be attributed to him. I don't even know if what, what he can do, what, what's you know, yeah, I don't know. They haven't they haven't furthered that much. Is you know, considering the small things that they have furthered, you know, Jacob hasn't really been one of them in a while. So yeah, um, yeah, you're right. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting a little I'm actually getting a little sick of being like, well, maybe Jacob this and Jacob that. It's just <laughs> like, well, you know, Jacob's not even. Christian's not saying Jacob told him to do any of this stuff, you know, like, you mm-hmm. know, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, Jacob could be Christian. I don't know what's going on. 
Well, Christian did say thing. that he wasn't Jacob. Um, last maybe he lied. I he could have lied. He said he said I'm not him, but I I can speak for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Locke asked if he was Jacob. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, so I, I that's why that's why I bring up Jacob. I mean, I take him to be uh, the mouthpiece for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and they 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 can't show. I mean, I think Jacob's identity is a thing, so they can't show him yet. Oh, true. I don't. Yeah, it just it's just it's just really getting tedious to say. Well, maybe Jacob this and Jacob that, and it's just well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I agree that we haven't really learned anything new about Jacob since we first learned that he existed. Yeah. Um, they they just I, I, unlike say the smoke monster, you know, I think they've done more to kind of add to that mm-hmm. um, over time. Hey, you know, and then the thing about Jacob's list, I mean, now that the okay. time travel thing is there, I mean, I think we said it before, but I mean, now that we see. You know, we got the Lossies in the picture. We got their real mm-hmm. names on a manifest. Yeah. And Dharma. Like, you know, getting getting their names in the future is becoming increasingly easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, all, all Saeed has to do is tell little Ben that, I mean, not that he would, but all he has to do is tell him, yeah, we crashed on the plane in 2003 or 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, flight eight sixteen. Mm-hmm. And then when Ben is older, he can get the man. He can you know figure out everything. You know, although he's yeah. surprised when it happens, so mm-hmm. you know, or at least pretends to be surprised. Yeah. Um. So so it's really weird. It's really the implications of all this is is very strange to have to deal with. Yeah, it is. It is. But I, 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 I'm assuming for the moment that what Christian is saying here is what is what Jacob wants them to do, or mm-hmm. or wants wants him to tell them. So I, yeah, I mean he he you know before now he's been appearing in Jacob's cabin. Uh, he said that he speaks for him. I you know so that that's. I agree that we don't know anything about him, but I just it's hard for me not to bring him up because I guess I feel like he's responsible, mm-hmm. you know, for this. Uh, but, but I mean, the frustrating thing about it is I have no idea uh, what, his, uh, what his interests are, what he cares about, or what he knows, what he has the ability to do, um, what his plans are. You know, there, there's really no sense in, uh, as far as, like, what, you know, really anything about him. So you're saying you know nothing about him but his name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's about right. We know Pretty his much. name and a little bit uh, of his lack of corporeal being. And somehow he's like the leader of the others, you know. Mm-hmm. Somehow they revere him and take orders from him. That's because his name is at the top of the list he created. <laughs> Yeah, and he makes lists. He's a list maker. Yeah. He's Santa Claus. <laughs> Ouch. Conference <laughs> is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes, press star eight.
Next scene. Um, is there anything else I wanted to bring up about this? Um, so, what do you do? You have any uh, speculation about what you think the the journey is going to be? Are they? You think they're just going to go to the orchid, maybe, or or the the donkey wheel, or you know, what what do you think he's going to have them do? I really don't know. Uh, I think those are the obvious. Um, those are the obvious things. I think. I, I really don't think they can go to the Zaki World too many more times, though. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they can only use that trick so many times. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know, and I, and, I, and I sort of think Dan used it or something. So you know, I'm sort of reserving a spot for him. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be. I don't. It's a long think, line at the donkey wheel. Yeah, I know. Everyone wants to give it to have a turn. Um, I I feel like it's going to be something different. Uh, I, I I don't think it's going to be as simple as that. Um, okay. I'm not sure what though. I'm not sure. I mean, I think the end result will be bringing the guys in '77 back to the present. I yeah. think that's the end result. Yeah, I agree. How they're going to do that? I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't either. But it's a thing. That's something that's coming up, I guess. They set it up here, so. Um, I just had to bring it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. The next scene, uh, it's a continuation from this one. We see the picture of the gang, and then uh, now we see the picture actually being taken back in 77. Everyone say namaste. 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 Hurley says nama what? Thanks, Hurley. <laughs> um, so Phyllis tells me that they have the rest of the day to read their security protocol handbooks. Yay! Sounds like fun. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, that some of it is, may seem scary, but they're all perfectly safe. Uh, don't worry, they have hamburgers and punch. What else do you want? Um, so uh, Sawyer calls in the Phil and tells him hey, they're coming in with the, with, with the, with the 14J. Uh, Phil tells everyone to stand back a little bit. They have a security situation, and we see uh, Saeed uh, come out of the van. And uh, Hurley sort of comments on that, that they found Saeed. Um so they put, uh, we were down at the, uh, where they're holding him in this little jail cell, and so he tells them to stay here, you know, that he's going to hang out here until they figure out what to do with him, and uh, Sawyer then tells Brzezinski that, uh, to bring in some damn food. They're not savages. And that's that sequence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not a whole bunch here. No. Just no. another, you know, when uh, Saeed sees, uh, you know, Kate and Jack and her. Oh, wife. yeah, yeah. And those guys. Cause was that you vomiting? Was, yeah, that was me vomiting. Okay, good. Just make it. Yeah. Not really Saeed vomiting, but. Oh, Saeed I was vomiting. vomiting. I was vomiting for him. Okay. Sympathy vomiting. Sympathy vomiting. He couldn't do it. Yeah, okay. Men- men- mental vomit. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're wondering Empathetic just, vomiting Would it just leak out of your nose I don't want to answer that question 
Okay, good. Uh, I don't want to know the answer. Yeah. Next thing? Uh, yeah, I guess so. All right. Next oh, thing. I, was gonna, I wanted to ask. Well, no, nah, I guess I'll. Should I bring it up now or later? I don't know. Nah, I'll bring Is it up it later. Is it a long topic? Nah, it's a tiny. I'll bring it up later. Alright. Next scene, uh, it's nighttime, it's barracks. Um, all the hamburgers are gone and all the punch has been drunk. Um, Jack, and everyone's uh, reading their security protocol handbook. Everyone is finishing up reading their security <laughs> protocol handbook. And I gotta say, some people are a bit scared. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jack uh, stops Phil and asks him where uh, James LaFleur lives. And Phil points out uh, where his house is and says, not to call him James, he hates it, and Jack kind of laughs. Um, so, Jack knocks at the door, and then Juliet opens, and we get a really awkward situation here. Uh, they sort of hug each other and, uh, and, you know, they talked about how they wanted to say hi before, but they couldn't and not supposed to know each other. Um, Jack says he's looking for Sawyer. He thinks he has the wrong house, but of course he doesn't have the wrong house. Mm. Fate is just cruel. That's what's going on here. <laughs> um, so he comes in and, and, uh, Sawyer is reading his book, um, and thinking, of course. Um, Juliet leaves, uh, says they, the two, those two have a lot to talk about, um, Sawyer offers Jack a beer, and Jack says, no, of course not, he's, this is, this is post-alcohol Jack, so, mm-hmm. he probably doesn't want any substances in his body that aren't natural, um, and, um, Sawyer asks what, uh, what he can do for Jack, uh, Jack wants to know what's going to happen with Saeed. Uh, Sawyer tells him that, uh, you know, that they found him running around the jungle, that he's, he's basically safe now, which is all that matters. Um, Jack wants to know what's going to happen next, and Sawyer says that he's working on it. Jack uh, says, it looks to me like you're just reading a book. Sawyer says, you know, well, Winston, Winston Churchill read a book every night, even during the Blitz. Uh, so, you know, he says, this is how I like to run things. He likes to think. Um which, you know, he doesn't think Jack thinks so highly of that uh, course of action because Jack is just reacts to situations. Jack says, hey, I got us off the island. And Sawyer says, yeah, but you're right back where you started. Uh, so he's going to go back to his book and think. And uh, that's how he saved Jack's ass, and that's how he's going to save Sawyer's ass tomorrow. A lot of ass. Saeed. A lot of ass saving this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, Saeed. Um, and that all Jack has to do is go home, get a good night's rest, and let me do what I do. Uh, I didn't know that's what he said. That's funny. Uh, and then did he really say that? I, that's what the transcript. Let me is. do I what I do. Uh, I, oh. I knew he said something about do what I do, but I I thought it was I thought it was something a bit different. Uh, and then uh, he asked Jack, you know, isn't that a relief that that's all you have to do? And Jack says, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess we'll finish the next scene. It's quick. What's the next scene? Uh, the last one with uh, interior jail cell. Uh, Saeed is. Did you uh, did you did you not mention when Sawyer goes out on the porch and waves at Kate? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Sawyer goes out on the porch and waves at Kate. 
<laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Uh, that was very crucial. Uh, no that recap crucial, would be complete. That was a crucial wave. I apologize. Without that. Uh, yeah. I was just expecting that bit. Um, uh, I'm I'm skimming from the transcript here, and so I, uh, okay. I didn't write that, so I forgot to say that. Okay. It's on the transcript. Interesting. Um, no, I guess I want to linger on this first. Okay. Um, I like this little scene, um, as far as the, uh, sort of, uh, character scenes. Uh, this was my favorite in the episode. Um, I like that, you know, Jack is coming back to the island and he, he was a leader originally and, uh, and now he comes into this situation that he really, uh, had no say in, um, mm-hmm. and he's sort of being, being led along and told what to do and, uh, it's a little bit weird for him, and 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 Sawyer sort of puts him in his place, um, and uh, and he sort of goes along with it. He's actually he mm-hmm. actually does seem somewhat relieved not to have to be the guy, um, yeah. to uh, to sort of uh, figure out what to do and and deal with all the problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just a nice kind of baton passing. Thing and I I I, I just I, I like that dynamic. I I thought that was good. Yeah, I mean I think it is. It, it shows a lot about the two characters. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to say before was, uh, you know, when they all reunite at the North Point, uh, you know, uh, Hurley, you know, gives a huge hug to to Sawyer, and you know, obviously Sawyer and Kate hug, mm-hmm. and Jack Jack and Jack and Sawyer just you know give a handshake. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Seriously, guys. Like, yeah, <laughs> all the crap you guys have been through in the last however many years. That's all they get. Yeah, all, you know, this, I'm the you're the best friend I got, Doc. <laughs> uh, you know, like all you know, your friends and and, and have died along the way and mm-hmm. attacked and and and, and yeah. everything. You're time traveling. Um, I'm sorry. I think it deserves a hug that this guy is alive and you guys are both alive and well and, and you're seeing, you know, someone who you know and you fought battles with. Yeah. Uh, but but hey, maybe a handshake is enough. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, you get this scene here with the, with the two of these guys. Um, and um, I, I love the fact that, 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 that Sawyer puts him in his place uh, Maybe we're and, supposed and, to believe that Jack is still bitter about Sawyer and Kate having sex in the cages. Really? I don't know. Well, what I was going to say was, you know, Sawyer puts, him, Sawyer puts him in his place and and says, you know, isn't that a relief that all you have to do is just sort of let me do the worrying? And Jack says, yeah. And I, I love the fact that Jack seems to sincerely you know, have a breath of relief that, oh, my God, that's yeah. what I have to do. Like, I don't have to worry about how to get us out of this situation and worry about, you know, he is out of his league, you know. Yeah. Because this is a totally different time period, totally different organization. Like, he doesn't know the rules of the culture or anything. Um, so, you know, it's not up to him to get him out of the situation, and it's and he's, he's happy about that. And I think it shows a lot about his character growth mm-hmm. that, that he's able to be comfortable with someone else calling the shots. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely, I, I think he felt some obligation to sort of make sure that yeah s- something was being done. Yeah, he 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 walked in. I mean, you saw him like at, after he read his handbook. The first thing he went to do was talk to Lafleur. He was like, "Hey, <laughs> I just want to make sure 
you know, you have a plan for Saeed, you have a plan for, yeah. you know, you, you're doing something. And, mm-hmm. and, and once he was comfortable with that, I think he trusts Sawyer. I think he, I think by this point, uh, I mean, the fact that Sawyer's around and, and things haven't, you know, nobody's dead from the people that were under Sawyer's charge, you know, these three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that says a lot. Um, yeah, definitely. The thing with, with Juliet was weird. When she excused herself and said, I, you, you two have a lot to talk about, I'm like, every, all of us, mm-hmm. included. Like, I think Jack and Juliet have a lot to talk about. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I think the three of them should be talking. Like, come on, what's the mm-hmm. big deal here? Um, uh, yeah, it was good. Good stuff. The look on Juliet's face when 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 Jack's at the door, she's she's got that that smile and she's like trying to hold it, but it's like, oh my god, so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Mitchell, please for your for your for your consideration. <laughs> Leave your. Yeah, go go back and look at that scene. Look at the smile on her face, and I have to say, I've never seen her smile like that before. It's such a specific smile. Mm-hmm. I love it. She's great. Emmys all around, it. please. <laughs> Emmys all around. Emmys for everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you're right. They really drew it out too. It was, mm-hmm. They they kind of lingered on that more than they had to. Um, but yeah, she did seem to exit. I don't know. I don't know if they. I guess. Yeah, that was. I that, mean, I think at the very least, you know, Juliet's very perceptive. I think you could say she knew that Jack came over to talk business. Yeah. You know, this isn't exactly let's catch up time. It's right. Know, there's shit going on time, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did laugh when, when, uh, when, you know, Jack comes in and so he says, what can I do for you, Jack? And I'm thinking, Jack's like, everything? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot you could do. <laughs> right First of all, who's the president? <laughs> <laughs> So I guess um I guess if you ask Horace, LaFleur never found his missing men. That's right. That he had two weeks to look for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'd be weird if they were like if it was like, Hey, here's our missing guys mm-hmm. <laughs> three three years later. I actually um, thought I, I had a thought that they were gonna do that. Uh, mm-hmm. I never said it out loud, but <laughs> I I I did think last week that maybe they would actually try to say these are, these are our crewmates. Mm-hmm. Look at this, we found them. Yeah, right. Yay! <laughs> They've just been on the island for three years and <laughs> never come across them. How about that? Well, you know, they they searched. It's a big island. And then they go, stranger things have happened, right? And they they shrug their shoulders and then the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lost. Lost indeed. <laughs> Lost? Um 
Yeah, okay. Well, that's it for me on this. All right, next scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the jail area. Um, I don't exactly know where they're keeping him, where they're keeping Saeed. I don't know what building this is supposed to be. Usually they keep prisoners in the rec room. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they have a cell, though, where they should yeah. have been keeping the prisoners. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I, and I guess Phil was, this is, uh, Phil is guarding this place, so this is where Phil was stationed or something. Uh, maybe this is supposed to be the same place where the nanny was, I'm not sure. Oh. Um, so, a little boy comes in, he tells Phil he's going to deliver the prisoner a sandwich, uh, he walks in, and the little boy tells the prisoner, he brought him the sandwich, he didn't put mustard on it, but if he wants some mustard, he can, he can get some. Saeed says, you know, no, this will be fine. Uh, the boy asks if Saeed is a hostile. Saeed asks him if he thinks he is, and the boy says, what's your name? Saeed tells him his name and asks what his is, and the boy says his name is Ben. Uh-oh. And then, then Saeed immediately checks that sandwich for mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Because Ben says he didn't put mustard on it. I, I'm thinking it's a mustard sandwich. <laughs> it's nothing but mustard. It's just a bag full of mustard. <laughs> Not even bread. Uh, if it is bread, the bread is made out of mustard. <laughs> mustard bread. You, you never heard of mustard seed bread? No. It's awesome. Um, All right, I'll check that out. So then Zayed says, it's nice to meet you, Ben. Um, mm-hmm. So here we have little Benjamin Linus, who I think we were all wondering if he was going to show up. He should have been around in this time period. Mm-hmm. And here he is in all there of his Harry, Harry Potter glory. God, he is so Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. That kid just grew up to be Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I I thought he kind of looked like him in the original one, but uh, man, he really looks like him now. I'm looking for the uh, lightning bolt uh, scar. <laughs> yeah, the hair's like that to kind of hide the scar. Mm-hmm. That's 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 part of the point. Big um, round glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It doesn't take much to really pull off the Harry Potter look, but you know, when you got it, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Sarah Palin look. I mean, you put your hair in that thing, and mm-hmm. and then you put on the glasses, and you wear a, a red, you know, uh, suit dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody was Sarah Palin for Halloween. <laughs> it's an uh-huh. easy look. It's an easy look. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yikes. So, uh, this is what I was going to bring up earlier. Sawyer tells Phil to bring him some food. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being Ben that does it. And I guess I, I kind of wonder what the chain of events is that makes it so that Ben's the one that brings the sandwich. Yeah. I. Now, and and does Sawyer know? Like, have, have any of them met Ben at this point? Yeah. No, and if scary. so, like, why haven't they brought it up yet? Um, here's the thing. I mean... Saeed, uh, I'm sorry, Juliet um, should should know or at least uh, 
think that Ben would be around at this time period. Uh, so I think she she would be on the lookout for him. Um, the question really is, what do you do, even if you know that Ben is there? I mean, there you know, there's nothing you can really do. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a weird situation, but there's Ben. I mean, what do you do? You can't kill him. You can't. Uh, treat him any different way. I mean, there's no real need to. He's not the evil guy yet, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, just, he's just a kid. Uh, but but I would say that I I think at this point uh, Sawyer and Juliet and 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 uh, and Jen and Miles pretty much know everyone in Dharma. Everyone who's at the barracks, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm sure they're probably aware of most people. I don't think there's a lot of kids there. So I, I, I think they probably know about that. Okay. Now, I do wonder the change of events to where Ben Ben's bringing him the sandwich. That seemed really weird to me. Yeah. Um, we know that Ben's dad is a workman. Right. Um, but um, I don't know this relationship to Phil or why. This this seemed like a normal thing. That, oh, I'm going to bring the prisoner a sandwich. Like, what? Really? Since when? What, what's the protocol for that? Yeah. Um. Uh, in that way, I don't like the scene. I don't like the scene in the way that he he just sort of walks in and it just seems normal that, you know, this kid is going to go talk to a hostile, mm-hmm. you know, who, who's broken, who's potentially broken the truth and could be a spy, you know, if you want to follow Rizinski's line of thinking. Um, so to me, it's just a contrived scene to get Ben in there to eat. So it, it was weird in that way. But otherwise, it's a, you know, crazy scene because, you know, <laughs> the the irony of the situation is insane. Yeah. Because, like, you know, 30 years from now, Saeed <laughs> interrogates this man. Right. You know, um, and so now it's the, the other way around where Saeed is the one sort of locked up and captive and, and being yeah. questioned. Um, so it's strange. And, of course, the obvious thing here is Ben knows Saeed's name now. I think I mentioned that earlier, but mm-hmm. uh, it's it's weird that he, you know, little little Ben met Saeed when he was 10 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, you know... What does that mean in terms of, you know, the Henry Gale era of things? And, and potentially, Matt, all of the people who are there. And all of them, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that definitely changed things. Yeah, Juliet, I mean, you don't think that if you meet, you meet a Juliet when you're 10 who looks like a certain person and, you know, when you're 30 or 40, you meet a Juliet who looks like that exact same person? I mean, I'm... I, Seems weird to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, do, at some point, does Ben figure that out? You know, some scene we haven't seen, and Juliet has to explain what happened, and you know, I, I don't know. He must. He must. Right. I mean, oh, once... wait, oh wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Juliet wouldn't know that. She wouldn't know that in the future. So Ben wouldn't. Ben could know that and question her, but she wouldn't have any idea what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Ben, I feel like Ben should figure it out at some point. I mean, even mm-hmm. if initially he just thinks. It's some weird coincidence that Juliet looks so much like herself. Mm-hmm. When those people crash on the island, and he sees like, you know, several people that that mm-hmm. he knew from the seventies. Uh, I mean, I feel like at that point he can't believe that you know that it's some strange coincidence. So, uh, so I, I think, I think at that point, you know, maybe he realized what was going on. 
and he and he knows like that time travel is possible because he did it. You know, when he turned the wheel, he went to a different time. You know, and the first thing he did was ask what the date was, and you know, it was it was it was a different time from when he left. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely knows at that point, uh, and I'm sure before that he had some some idea of the wheel and things like that, and what Doc yeah. was doing, and all this weird stuff on the island. But right, I, this, this totally radically changed his bid, though. I mean, uh, the reason he could be so confident and so self assured and such a liar and so manipulative mm-hmm. is because of all you know all these random things that have happened around him and to him and. You know, he knows these people, and he, he, you know, he knows things about these people that haven't even happened yet for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's really weird. I don't think about that. It gives him a strange power only by the fact that he was, you know, around then. You know? Right. You know, it's really strange. Yeah, and I, I and I'm assuming something's going to happen where you know they end up all they end up all disappearing. And that's mm-hmm. going to leave a permanent question mark in, in little Ben's mind about yeah. what happened to these people. Yeah. And then he sees them 30 years later. You know, mm-hmm. he, he recruits Juliet, which now that we know he knows Juliet's name, she could be specifically recruited not only because of her her fertility experience, but mm-hmm. he wants Juliet specifically. Right. Um. So that's strange. And then and then the idea that they all had these crazy reasons of what got them on that flight. Um. You know the fact that 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 Ben could have figured out all their names and where they were, and and you know could they have orchestrated any of that is is more plausible now. You know, mm-hmm. I think than it was before. Yeah. It it uh it makes sense to me that he uh that he would want to go deliver the sandwich to the hostile who's locked up, because based on the uh, based on the story that they had for him in you know the one episode he had where we saw him you know he he was shown to be uh you know very very much unhappy with his life at home mm-hmm. uh you know so not not particularly satisfied with that and then you know he goes out and he talks to albert and he like instantly wants to join him you know and mm-hmm. so i guess i feel like this is i mean the kid's older you know i guess i feel like this is a little bit farther down from that um uh so so I think if he if he hears there's a hostile there like he he wants to go talk to them. Um Yeah, but he's a kid. He doesn't get to just cuz he wants. But the, to. That's yeah. That's weird to me. You yeah, know? yeah, that's I want to talk to him. Well, so what? I mean, you know, if this is a this is a this is a this is a serious situation here and I, it's it's weird to me that he Yeah, somehow goes, he's like food delivery boy. Yeah. And I can't imagine they have that many prisoners on a regular basis where he can get that job title, you know, where oh, I I'm the guy who delivers food to the prisoners. Like, yeah. Really, you know? Could he just be general food delivery boy? Like he he delivers food like he, to he everybody. Works the, he works at the cafeteria or something. Yeah, and, something like that. Uh, I'll give them points if they say that. <laughs> I'll give them points if if they give his job to you know he works at the general store or whatever. <laughs> you know, like I'll give them points for that. So yeah, okay. That's I, that's the only thing I can really make work. Um, they certainly didn't really. There's no particular reason to think that's true. But didn't Juliet bring Jack sandwiches? 
Yeah, she oh, did. Oh, the hamburgers. She brought him sandwiches and hamburgers. <laughs> and a hamburger is a sandwich. She brought uh, well. She brought him. Uh, she brought him grilled cheese. Oh, that's right. It was grilled cheese. Grilled cheese with toothpicks. No mustard. Unnecessary toothpicks and no mustard. That's right. I love how that was the thing. Like, did he put mayonnaise on it? Mm-hmm. Maybe say he doesn't like mayonnaise. Did he put ketchup on it? Maybe say he doesn't like ketchup. Yeah. Why mustard? Huh, ben? And why? Why, why no? Why no mustard? Yeah. Why no mustard? <laughs> Why didn't you bring some just in case he wanted it? I don't know. I'm suspicious about this kid. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, why are you... What's your problem? It's no, no, nice, this kid. Just a nice kid. kid. Is, this kid is mustard hoarding. He's just trying to bring a sandwich. Yeah, sandwich, all right. I didn't see any sandwich in that bag. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, man, that's that's so weird. Oh, I think so weird. once once I eat hears that that's Ben, I really want to know if he wants to eat that sandwich. <laughs> yeah, because I would be like, I don't trust you, Ben. Yeah. You know, the kind of evil you are starts young. <laughs> you know, we all saw um, what was it? What was that movie? Macaulay Culkin. The Good Son. The Good Son. I was gonna say The Only Child. Close enough. Uh, yeah, the good side. We know how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He seems innocent, but... Yeah. That's what they want. That's how he eats the sandwich. I mean, I think Ben going in doesn't know. I Well, even Ben going out doesn't know who Saeed is. But, uh... Uh, if he thinks he's a hostile, I don't think he's giving him a poison sandwich. Of course, Saeed doesn't know that. But he could, he could, I mean, yeah, you're right. The way they depicted him before uh, in terms of the hostiles is one thing, but, you know, who who knows his opinions about the hostiles at this point? You know, I mean, I'm sure they're not going to radically change it, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, based on the fact, ooh, here's a, here's a bad guy. I'm going to poison him because I'm crazy. I'm a, Young Ben. <laughs> based on based on the fact that he he was initially interested uh, immediately and eventually actually did join them, I, I guess I'm assuming he he didn't have a middle period where he rejected them. And... He should. I mean, he should not like them. I don't understand why he has any affinity for them. I mean, besides, you know, I remember his Albert thing, but. Besides that, these are the people his people are at war with, you know, like in Yeah, a very I don't simple think term. I don't think he ever felt any particular affinity for them. You know, I, I think his only connection to them was, was his dad mm-hmm. and I think, you know, he really did he pretty much hated his dad. I mean he killed him, you know. Yeah, but it, yeah, I know, but it's like, but on I, some I don't level, think... I mean, this is his home. This is where the, peop- the people who are trying to keep everyone safe are. There's a war with these outsiders who are violent and threatening. Ben, young Ben has no sense of, you know, really what they want, what they're capable of. Yet he's drawn to them. I mean, that's, it's weird. I mean, that, not that they can't make it weird, but it is weird. Yeah. I mean, and I get that he doesn't really feel connected to Dharma, but I mean, like, that is his home. Right. You know, and if you have these people who are sort of attacking 
you're home and, you know, it, you, you, you sort of, you know, he has no reason to think that they're nice and trustworthy other than, you know, his talk with Albert and all that. But even then, he was immediately like, take me with you, whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely, I mean, he turns into Ben, you know. I, I do think he's a messed up kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, and I think it goes as far as he's, I mean, it definitely eventually goes as far as he's going to side with them against the people he lives with. Yeah. You know, his his hatred extends that far. That's the thing. Once I feel like if he can get to know what the hostiles are about, what the others are about, um, you know, then he can decide to do that. He can decide, okay, what they want is better than what Dharma wants. I don't like them, and you know, whatever the case is. But to sort of side with a group of people yeah. to, and not know really anything about them. I think as a kid, you know, it wasn't even – I don't think he reflected on it that much. It was just the fact that they were against the people he hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't necessarily care whether they were good or not. Yeah. You know. Open. Although I think eventually he definitely gets on the other's train. Oh, he goes on that O train. He's all about it. All aboard the O train. I would love to know... I think I said this before, and I don't remember if you had an answer for me, but I would like to know what the others call themselves. So would I. That's a and good question. I wish question. we could start using that word, and I don't know if we'll ever find that out. Yeah, they're they're kind of in that circumstance where uh, uh, if they introduce a name for them, it'll be weird. Mm-hmm. You know? Because we never really see stories from their perspective. And so, uh, you know, the context in which it'd be used would be very limited. And they've already got two different names for them. A third one's a charm. Yeah. But they really should have a name, I would think. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know a group of people who are unified by an ideology that doesn't have a name. Yeah. 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 They really should. Maybe we'll find out someday. I don't know. It's like hostiles with a Z. <laughs> You're not the hostiles. The hostiles. S T Y L E C. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I think that's the end of uh, that's definitely the end of the episode. What else you got? Boom, boom. What else do I have? I don't know. What else is there? Not much. I think we covered everything. Yeah. Another uh, another journey through the uh, through the crazy. Mhm. Yeah. Um, what do we have? Like, is this good? is this a sixteen episode season? Uh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, actually, it's been uh, they cleared it up. It it really is going to be, um, it really is going to be seventeen hours, sixteen episodes. The last one will be two hours. So we have seven more episodes. Uh, really? eight more hours. Seven. This is, oh this yeah, is no, no, ten. 
10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Oh, that is seven. It okay. better be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what they taught me in elementary school was way off. Uh, yeah, the, the the last one airing May 13th. Okay, so we have quite a bit to go still. So there, there's going there's going to be one more week in April where they skip a week. Oh crap! Yeah, because uh, if yeah, if you count that out, that that makes it work out um, just right. But yeah, so yeah, we got a lot more story left. I think a lot more crazy stuff. Um, I I want to think that the end of the season is going to be them getting back to the present, but yeah, I could also see that happening relatively soon, and them having some other big season ender plot line. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious. I um. I, uh, yeah, I kind of think they're going to stay there until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, yeah, I think... It seems I, like there's a lot they could do now that they're in this Dharma time period. Yeah. But, but there's, they're still kind of limited in terms of, you know, uh, unless they start skipping through time, where, you know, we won't really see some of the other Dharma stuff that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's true. They can't show that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of I kind of think that I definitely think they're going to hang out there for a while. I feel like we've got they got at least three or four more episodes. Yeah, here's here's how I see the season going. The the I I feel like they have like three or four episodes of story with Dharma left. Mm-hmm. You know, we got seven, and I think we've also got the parallel story of whatever's going on in the present with Locke and we've got, you know, Son and Frank's thing and whatever's going on at the main camp with, with Caesar and Ben and, and so like all that I think can mm-hmm. fill the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that carries you So through. they just go back and forth between those two big plots and that'll take us in. Yeah. I think that's enough material um, where they're not spending like uh, that whole time with Dharma, but you know, uh, it does take it to the end of the season. Yeah. That's, that's, that would be what I would think. We'll we'll see. Probably you know kind of alternating between the two. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that cow. All right, good. <laughs> Sold then. Um, the cow's all, right, all yours. I think that's about it then. I don't really have anything else to add. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think we covered it. Uh, we'll be back next week for whatever it is. Uh, the weird title next week. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back uh, next week. Um, yeah. Thanks. And this episode title. This episode title and good luck. <laughs> <laughs>